When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about Jim Ryan attacking Phil Spencer, just in the press, not in real life. A new PSVR 2 game from PSVR Vets, and why PlayStation trophies still matter. We'll have all this and more, because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Greg. That's Janet. Barrett's on the ones and twos. And you can get this show on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. There you can watch us record it live, get it ad-free, and get the weekly post show. If you have no bucks to toss our way, support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, and Rumbleverse with the creator code KINDAFUNNY. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the post show on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, Rooster Teeth, and podcast services around the globe each and every week thank you to our patreon producers fargo brady delaney twining holy crumpets james hastings casey andrew today ladies and gentlemen we are brought to you by express vpn and chime but let's start the show with a psn message from you janet i don't even want to go to the message what i want to say is i can't <laughs> so believe it we have exercised the demon blessing isn't here we're going to get to do an entire show about trophies and no one can stop us how do you feel I'm excited. I think it's been a while since we've had a one-on-one -on -one episode. It has been. It has been. I, I struggle to remember time. what our last one was, but I live am chat. Confident let us know. I know you're out there. I actually I'm, let me just do it. I'm gonna take uh, Casey Weinman. I see you there. You say you're ready to roll. You now got to go find out when the last time we did PS. I love you. Just me and Janet. I'm sure it was equally like chaotic about some really specific thing that only applies to you and me. But sure, yeah, it's gonna. Be this fun. is like our dream show because I was like, listen. You and I have been talking mad shit privately about OFK. We need to have this car uh, uh -huh. cathartic Cart conversation yes. live and on, on a camera, right? And you're like, we can do that. And you're like, yeah, we'll do it on PS. I love you. I was like, yeah, but like people won't click on that. We need to get, and you're like, what if we talked about trophies for a full episode too? And I was like, Janet, this is why we're the same person. This is why we share the same mind. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I also have my, my uh, little temporary tattoos lasted overnight. I have the Finji one and then I have the, uh, hold on. Chicory. Yeah. I saw this on it's your so Instagram cute. stories. I love this little, like, I like having this little dog here. I kind of want to keep it, but. Just do know. it. Get a real tattoo. I got, I got a real yeah. tattoo. It's great. Was that your first tattoo, too? It is, yeah. yeah. Is it going to, are you planning to get any more? Yes, 100%. What it's else? What's very your addictive. next one? Is it trouble? You know, I, yeah, I tweeted is. out about it and Instagrammed about it, but, like, I, I definitely want Ghostbusters something, and there's a, a, I, there's a children's book I read to Ben that's Slimer's on the Loose, uh, Counting one to ten, Slimer's on the loose again. It's a Ghostbusters counting book, and there's yeah. art in there of Slimer popping out of the trap, and he's smiling real cute. I, I want that. I think. I think. I want, but I want to get it over here to balance it out, and then maybe the, I'd be um, done. How was the pain? Oh, it, nothing. No, there was no pain okay. on this one. And it, but it was very much. If you if you're an audio listener, I have uh, Portillo's uh, paw print tattooed on my left arm. I, um, you know, and I forgot where you like. I wasn't, you know, a, like I wasn't like I didn't. I, it's so funny that I put. 
it in the same spot that your tattoo is. Yours is higher. Yours is higher. It's fine. You know? Oh yeah, it's like one, yeah, like I don't know, one one part down, but that's pretty funny. Uh yeah, but no, it was very. It's the way he did it. Very much did not hurt, and it and it was a thing. Both me and Jen were like, because Jen got a matching one. She's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. like well, and he was like, the tattoo artist was very clear. Like to be clear, <laughs> like you guys are getting a very light tattoo like there's no mm-hmm. color to it there's no like lines and no tracing over stuff that's already been done and like it's not a, real, a, a super sensitive area either yeah yeah it's a meaty ass part right there you know what exactly. i mean you know what i mean Janet? <laughs> i didn't at first but the second slap the really second slap the gotcha you. that's when you're like oh he's got a meaty arm i see i was like about. oh that's what he mean okay yes i'm right there also real you. quick just to you know i'm a man who pays his debts everybody understands that right i need of course to say that She's a marathon training, game playing, jet ski riding, Janet Garcia. Yeah, someone did mention, they're like, this is going to be the new um, intro here. But yeah, yeah uh, for audio listeners, it's a it's pulling up the min-max tweet that's like, oh, like, we like pull in write-ins from the community on like why they support the Patreon. And one was like, oh, I love the vlog, basically. And it's a gif of me riding a jet ski, throwing up like a thumbs up and then throwing up two peace signs while like drifting on the lawn like Minnetonka. <laughs> It's amazing. If you haven't watched that vlog, you should go watch it because it's great stuff for Min Max. But we're not promoting them. We're promoting us. And, of course, the PSN message from you. Cozy Bear writes into this episode of PS I Love You XOXO, which, of course, is PlayStation Trophy themed with the exception of the OFK conversation, and says, what video game genre has the most enjoyable platinum trophy? I love this question because when I glanced it, I thought it originally it was just what video game. That kind of, I'm like, oh, we've kind of talked sure. about that before. Blah, blah. I've never thought about it in terms of what genre is the best and most uh, enjoyable platinum trophy janet garcia what do you what do you think um so my head went to a couple different places for this obviously i was thinking of like my most played genres and quickly evaluating them and i'm like story stuff that has to be no but just because i think while we're getting away from this so often it is you have to replay the game i think chapter selects two are a little bit of a rarity in some of these narrative driven things so uh, then i thought platformers which i think are pretty strong however depending on how brutal the collectathon nature of it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that could be a mixed bag so it, it might just be action adventure but the reason that i'm i'm wondering if it's instead platformer is i think a platformer is more likely to have um an easier way to jump around the components of the game via world and level select in a way that not every action adventure game has of course there is safe scrubbing but that's that's like my gut reaction is action adventure i feel like usually the games are not terribly long and mm, mm, mm. yeah that's kind of where i'm leaning when you what, say what, action adventure give me an example is. what are you what are you listing as an action adventure? like it, what's funny because i want to say uncharted but that trophy list is hell so i don't think and it's and, a longer and, game and, too right and the, and for in hell all right well, yes uncharted one two invisible. three golden abyss they were yes. hell but they figured it out for four and for but the when Chloe i game. like I will. Well, even for four, I feel Lost like it's Legacy. you know it's it's doable. Obviously, a lot of these are doable, but like it's a lot of work. And the thing with the Uncharted collectibles specifically is like they're freaking invisible little specks of you know, like just the glimmer of light over there. I did not like the glimmer of light. It is so small. Um, but it, as soon as I beat the game, I'm like, I wonder what this trophy list looks like. And I looked at it. I was like, there's no way in hell. And then I'm like, let me see if Greg has it. Um, and then of course you did. And then it said like you like pop the trophy at like I don't know three in the morning, like on some chaotic sure. evening. I was like, yeah. this is a sick man. Like I'm not like I'm going to sleep. I can't deal with it. But that's that's what I'm thinking. But I don't know. My second runner up is like maybe a platformer. But what are you thinking for this? It's 
hard, right? This entire episode, of course, is the definitive PlayStation trophy uh, podcast, right? Uh, so, like, we're topping the show is going to be all about trophies and do they matter and stuff like that. But that gets into everything we're talking about. So, like, I think so much of it is tr trophies are incredibly personal, right? Or you don't give a shit about them at all, right? And then whatever. But, like, if you do care about them, and I, I again, we're going to get into it. Uh, I put this out last night and then in today. The overwhelming amount of fan mail to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, both making the case for and against why trophies still matter to you was insane. And like the yeses had it by a wide margin that they did, but the, the, not only the amount of people who wrote in the variety of answers as to why they cared about trophies and how they cared about trophies. I love it. I can't wait to talk about it, but to this more personal thing of like what genre has the most enjoyable platinums again, I'm old and I've been doing this a long time since trophies came around. I would argue, and it's going to sound crazy, Janet. So please, let me defend myself before you immediately throw me out and start attacking me, all right? I would say open-world action-adventure. And because open-world games broke the idea of what it was to do it, where you couldn't do multiple playthroughs. You couldn't do, hey, you have to have different save states. Hey, did you go a good... In the, don't get me wrong. We can point to a million different open-world games. We're like, no, actually, there's a story thing that you could have missed, and then it fucks up your whole playthrough, yada, yada. I'm saying when it's done well and when it's done right, I feel like... I'm excited when I look at a Horizon, uh, Forbidden, Forbidden West, right? Which I, because uh, uh, Horizon right now, uh, uh, Forbidden West, like I still have it platinum, but I like the list. You've platinumed it, right? But like to think of something like uh, Far Cry uh, 6, right? To think of something like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man, yes. Oh yeah, I guess that would, yeah, I thought of that for more like an action adventure, but it is, it is open world. And, and so and that's and why I, I said open world its, action its adventure. Main seed. You know? But that's the thing where it's like, obviously, that you can go the, a different way within the wrong way of like Valhalla, I think, is just too big of an Assassin's Creed game. So I don't enjoy mm -hmm. that platinum necessarily. Right. Or any of them, for that matter. All of them. Yeah. Even Spider-Man, right, is a commitment. That's going to be a lot of hours. So if it was like you're prioritizing playing the game in a short period of time and that would make it what's enjoyable to you, I get it. But one of the main things people wrote in about when I was talking about this was like, why do you enjoy a platinum trophy? Why do you enjoy trophy hunting? And so many of them came down to, of course, it's about if I am enjoying playing the game, right? Uh, the Floofy Boy wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, for me, trophies only matter if I'm enjoying being in the world of that game enough that I want to exist in it longer. And trophies are a great way to direct me once I've completed the story on a game. I only have a few platinums so far, so they're a nice way of showing what a certain game means to me, right? Obviously, so many people wrote in saying, yeah, yeah, it's about, you know, putting it on my digital mantle, uh, talking about how much I like it, yada, yada. But the other thing is, like, is the gameplay great? Is the world cool? Then it's not a struggle to stay in that world. Again, there's plenty of open worlds that are great, but then the trophy list is outrageous. Or aren't great, and the trophy list is fine, but do you want to spend... 60 hours playing uh, this weird ass conan game who knows well i guess the question it because you know you were right as soon as you started talking about this i was like nah you're crazy and then i'm I like okay now now i'm getting back to it because i think what is unique to well any game can technically do this but i think what's unique to open world is a lot of times especially in the modern era the trophy list is about doing a lot of things but not all the things to completion i do think when you have a shorter experience more often than not, it is about maxing it out, which maybe is more achievable given the scope of the of the game. Um, but there is sometimes like a freedom that is allowed when you have just more to work with where like Horizon is a good example where like you don't have to do everything in that game to platinum it. You don't have to do all the side quests. You just have to do a few specific ones. Sure. Um, but at the same time, like 
The question isn't who does it. The because how was it? How was it phrased? Uh, for the question here yes, uh, from man. Cozy Bear, I'm scrolling back to it. It was what video game genre has the most enjoyable platinum trophies? Yeah, like I think they maybe might be among like when we think of some of the best trophy lists, I think you'll see that genre pop up. But I feel like if we grab five random platinums from these genres, it's kind of more how I'm thinking of it. Mm. Like the likelihood of those, because I feel like the flops like That's flop fair. really hard. You know sure. what I mean? But the flop, I think again, flops because for the most part, it usually flops because- flop a lot. <laughs> flop, flop, flop. The flop flops because of the flopper. Uh, no, if, because the game itself isn't good, right? Like I look at, again, trophies are incredibly personal. Platinums are especially incredibly personal, right? Over on psnprofiles.com slash game over Greggy, which you could come and look at because I don't hide anything like blessing. You'll see like, oh, it, like obviously there's a bunch of garbage in here and we'll talk about trophy horn and whatever. But Far Cry 6, Ghost of Tsushima. This is just my most recent platinums in, and I'm skipping a whole bunch of games, but Jedi Fallen Order, right? Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like you can see why I'm Division 2. You can see why I'm drawn to why I'm saying this, it's because obviously that is probably my favorite genre of video game. Get lost in a world and go have a great time. But to come in here right. and then look through it, like it's also the most platinums I have. So it's like chicken egg kind of thing. But for me, that's what works. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can totally see that. Uh, what genre is DJ the Ball, by the way? That's trophy whoring, which right? we're going to talk about. Trust me, many people wrote in about the broken it PlayStation fits into trophy a genre, system. though, doesn't it? Like, what's I guess platformer, Crap, right? You're garbage jumping? game, shovelware, jumping around again. Another the... another uh, win for the platformers for best trophy list. <laughs> <laughs> if you went through it, you don't I like how Bear's trying to hang out at the top of my list. Else. He's trying to insult me by showing ZJ the ball. Do three scrolls down. There's language of love, EU, language of love, NA. Like, you know what I mean? Blind men, EU, blind men, NA. Syrup in the ultimate, the ultimate sweet, sweet, EU, NA, <laughs> NA. Like, I have plenty. I I am not a reformed trophy whore. I am just short what? on time well, and blessing you know and Janet make fun of me. I'm going to save it because I think it's, I think we're not done talking about Greg's trophy whoredom. So let's get to oh, it, wait. ladies and gentlemen. Topic of the show. Toss, toss, toss. Like I said, we've called this one the Definitive PlayStation Trophies Podcast, and it began with Janet being like, hey, we should just talk about trophies. Again, Blessing's not here, the wet blanket at EOA Jr. So, like, we could get into it, we could have some fun with it, we could actually ask a bunch of questions and go for it. And so, obviously, the first trophy question, I think, is the fact that it's 2022, and then do trophies still matter? Do PlayStation trophies still matter? This is what I presented to the audience, and we're going to take the question and go way far beyond the basic idea here. But Janet, for you at the start of the show, at the start of TOTS, do PlayStation trophies still matter in 2022? Yeah, I definitely think so. Obviously, like you said, it's very personal. So at the end of the day, you can or you can't partake. It's just it's whatever your preference is on how you enjoy playing your games. But I think it's been really interesting and impressive the way that PlayStation was, you know, following Xbox on the whole idea of like achievements, trophies, and kind of the meta gaming of the game. Like you already have the game aspect of just playing and beating it, but then it's like, yeah. what if we add this other layer of ways that you can engage um, in a way that has structure? You know, I think structure is definitely a part of the appeal point of gaming for a lot of people, even if it's just like the fact that you have rules, like the structure is what allows for like the fun to be had in gaming. Um, and that's true across more than just video games. Um, and I think it's been so cool how PlayStation has been able to really make that, I think part of the identity of the platform, obviously you can get achievements on Xbox. You can get, you know, I think they're just still called achievements on steam or even these other like PC steam launchers. Shoes, yeah. yeah. But like, the idea of platinuming and trophy hunting is like so ingrained, I think, in the culture of the platform. Like, that's why I started doing it. I'm like, 
you know, it'd be fun to just really see what this is about and try to like express my appreciation for a game I love and get to yeah. know it in a way that's different than what you get from a standard playthrough. Um, and also to kind of, it has so many cool elements too. It's like, there's the challenge of it. There's like, there's so many use cases for why you would go after these different trophies. Um, and I also think having a platinum, like it's a fun aspect of being on the platform. Obviously not every game does have a platinum, but it is always exciting when like these, you know, random ports or smaller games, it's like, oh, this has a, it, it kind of makes it like, it is now part of the PlayStation ecosystem family on a level that is highly tied to the identity of that platform. And I think that's really exciting as well. What about you? For sure. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the PlayStation trophies. What if you came out here and you're like, I retire as a trophy hunter? Well, I mean, like, that's a big part of, you know, where I'm at right now in life, right? This has been my driest trophy uh, year by quite some thing, right? And it's something we're going to talk about, I think, as we get on with some of the questions and some of the write-ins, right, of, like, as your life changes and evolves, I think so does your relationship with the trophy system. And again, plenty of you wrote in saying, I have no relation to the trophy system. I don't like it. We have one, I think it's from Ryan uh, Povala Higgins, right? Who's just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to gaming. <laughs> but we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> I think oh for me gosh. personally, yeah. Do trophies still matter in 2022? Of course. I think they are. And I know this is so hard and it is so easy to talk about tribalism. Uh, in video games right uh fanboy wars and how that does get spun up in a in a very negative way as it should when it's like just shitting on each other for no reason not for laughs like i do but it is that idea of like i do think that playstation trophies are if you want to a part of the playstation ecosystem that's fun to engage with and that was one of the things people wrote in about right Is like they're having a lot of good times uh talking to the people in the communities and you know making videos or using videos and stuff like that and going through and having that shared experience and so it really is the thing is is it matters as much as you want it to matter. And I think for me, it was always, and is both the thing we'll see as we talk about it, of a way to say, Hey, I really liked this game. Then at some point it did become, Oh man, this is just a game unto itself. The idea of increasing, especially when they added levels, right. And have all these different things and like, okay, this is, I'm doing this to move the needle there and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I'm playing sugary uh, syrup in the ultimate suite, right? And what that's taking me five minutes and 22 seconds, 10 minutes, 35, six. I forget what the thing was. And that's also not straight play time. That is me from, you know, last first trophy to last trophy. Um, yeah, I was wasting my time for sure. But <laughs> like, it's also that thing. Last night's a good example where last night, you know, uh, Jen uh, is off uh, doing a business trip right now. I got Ben down to sleep. I ate dinner. I had a beer and I came downstairs and I, I got PS I love you and games daily set up. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm tired. And I want the, the, the desire to do something on my PlayStation is there to do something on my steam deck is there. I'm reviewing game on steam right now. And it's like the game on steam actually requires like quick thinking and thumbs. Right. And I'm like, that's not where I'm at. And then it was like, what I went through my PlayStation library that I had downloaded. And I'm like, none of this is like the mindless. I just want to press buttons and feel like I'm going, getting some kind of uh, uh, XP out of it. Right. And that's where these like blind men and strawberry vinegar and all these goofy <laughs> things fall into me. Of like, so like, those are should all... I be concerned then if I see those pop up? I'm like, oh, Greg is just out of it. Like, he's no, it's not depression. Pretty- right. It's just like, you know, that most of those I would say usually come at, Hey, I'm ending my night and I'm done playing what I've been playing. I'm not in the place to start something new. So what do I do? You know, probably hey, I just fit, Goldfarb just signed off Avengers. I don't want to play alone and I don't want to hit up somebody else to play. So 
do you go to bed or do I, you know, do this, uh, you drop the 99 cents or in most cases to, you know, codes I redeemed or whatever and go through and, and clown out these trophies to feel that, ah, like I have progressed the meta narrative of PSN, Greg, you know what I mean? Which is like, right. so many people like just don't like, I've seen it go through the chat. Like they don't matter. They, they, of course, none of, none of this fucking matters. You know what I mean? None, none of what we're doing with the exception of folding at home, where we are using our PS3s to try to cure cancer. Nothing we're doing in any of these digital ecosystems matter. Yeah, I, I also do think, you know, I'm I'm lightly going to push back even on the it being an opinion on whether or not they matter. Obviously, you don't need to care. But I think it still matters, even if you don't care. Beca because I think of a world where, like, the I think the internet would, like, explode if, like, tomorrow they're like, we are ending PlayStation. Tro like, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter, I think. Like, it, I think it... Now we could argue, like, I, I'm excited to hear what, uh, I think you said Ryan was the one who wrote in about, like, this being the worst thing to happen in gaming. Like, yeah, I think that's sure a fun, that's, yeah, that's a Ryan, fun conversation Ryan. to have, because I, yeah. I can kind of anticipate what they're getting at. But at the same time, like, for better or worse, this is part of what gaming culture is across a lot of platforms, except Nintendo. Um, but... Yeah, like it's it does matter and it's important to a lot of people. So I think it matters for that reason. You don't have to care about it. And yeah, sure, we can argue that like not like you said, nothing we do in, the, in this world matters. But like that just gets dark and like weird. Um, but yeah, I think it I think it matters in terms of like the platform and what it does for the space. Even if you don't really like what it's getting at and then how it very much is just a, a drip feed of dopamine. But like that's what I was here for to begin with. So it's just another way for me to do that. Right? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's cool to see my level go up and cro cross to a new level of, you know, PlayStation trophies. Like, yeah, like, is that any I'm different like, oh, really? I than... got Aloy a new shirt. Like, exactly. Is it any Not different really, than me like, leveling like up in Valhalla? Put her in her different shirts and her different armor. And like, you know, and and we see like that kind of thing across, you know, so many things outside of even gaming, um, especially now like the gamification of stuff. Like, it's nice to have that that feeling of completion and progression and achievement. Um, I mean, so often, like when we're talking about games too, like one of the questions that I feel like I ask a lot when I'm learning about like a new game, like previewing something, I'm like, what does this progression system look like, right? You want to yeah. have fulfillment and satisfaction and just the right amount of challenge in that. Um, and I think that trophy structure like kind of bakes that in. And then also like here, I brought out, I had to bring yeah, out the trophy oh, yeah. glass. People always ask me where I got this from. I think I just, we got it from a random game store, but yeah. Yeah, I forget. Um, I, I... I put it out when it first came out. Mine's still at, well, I guess, packed in some fucking box that Nick did. My my fear is that in 2025, we get into the new studio, and I go to that thing, and it's just gone, and Nick's like, oh, I threw it away. I'm like, God damn it, Nick. Oh, no. But who knows? But yeah, who I, knows? Normally, I normally only drink out of it when I either do get a platinum or I do something that's so intense gaming-wise that I feel compelled to drink If there's an it. episode, though, to break that rule, it's here. We're just talking yeah, about Yeah, like, it. exactly. I had to, yeah, but normally this is for platinums only and, like, very... Um, intense moments in fortnite basically uh, i got three quick hits before i get into what i will give is a debate where we have emmett watkins jr squaring off against the one and only pizza bagel <laughs> but before we get there the question like i said was asked uh do playstation trophies still matter folks wrote in uh daniel said hell yes one of the few reasons i'll wait or buy a game on playstation over xbox with game pass or switch it's stupid but it's like have it's like saving a gaming memory for future me which I abuse all the time on every show you've ever seen me on where we're talking about something. And I'm like, I think I played it and it's right to PSN profiles. And I can look through it that way when it comes down to, Hey, let's talk about your top 10 of the year. It's right to PSN profiles. And I go that way. This year is going to be bonkers because I have been using the steam deck and I've been using so many different Xbox, even too, of playing more stuff when I get the code dramatically, because I'm so 
with Ben and life as it is right now, I'm just, you know, helping run the company has been so crazy that I'm like, I no longer have the old days of, oh, you won't get the PlayStation code till Friday and it's Monday. I'll wait till Friday. Now it's like, I'll take the Steam code. I'll take the Xbox code and I will play and I will like Escape right. Academy, which I would have loved to have platinum. I still have ready to platinum. Cult of the Lamb, which I loved playing, but I know I, and I have it on PlayStation, but it, when will I get to it again? Who knows? Anyways, I use it that way too. And so a whole bunch of other people did too. Uh, is Tari wrote in and said, no. I just don't have time to do most of the bullshit to get them. And when you do have games, um, and when you have games that give platinums with no effort, it just devalues the whole idea. And again, that's a whole conversation and undercurrent thread that we will talk about when we're talking about blind men and strawberry vinegar, but I digress for right now. Finally, Alex Swank said, absolutely yes. Trophies are a good way to either make a game uh, last longer or challenge us to do something we usually don't do. And now we will pivot. Not for the positive, but to the negative, all right? Pizza Bagel writes in to patreon.com slash games, just like you. It's a fantastic name, just like you can. It says, do PlayStation trophies matter? No, because I believe the design philosophy of trophies has not aged with the generation. Trophy design and, and trophy design and achievements for that matter have continued to emulate lists or simply decline from lists that have existed since the inception of the PS3 era. I could not name five games in the PS5 generation that have had a list that I would call an acceptable list with thought put into wow. it. The trophy list of modern games feel like checks, check boxes for numbers for a number of collectibles or markers for progression of the game's story. There is a complete void of creativity in lists when it comes to things that the devs themselves actually want you to go out of your way to do and to obtain it. And I'm not talking about find 15 caches or get 10 headshots i'm talking about things like borderlands having a shoot sh having a shoot make shoot face in the face in borderlands 2 or there's always paying in dead space something the devs creatively included in the game and assigned achievement for uh, you to obtain because they put thought into it the last platinum i achieved was spider-man ps4 and the biggest trophy i remember from it are visiting uncle ben's grave and climbing up avengers tower those are trophies that have meaning and thought behind them being rewarded for exploring, getting fun tidbits for seeking them out if you are just reading a list to obtain the trophy. That is how trophies should be designed. Janet, do you think trophies have fallen off in terms of their uh, design level? No, I think, I mean, I think you find moments of like highs and lows everywhere. I think, sure, there's plenty of like run of the mill lists, but also like I think there's a place for the run of the mill list. It's cool when you can just get it. Like, I like that there's a spectrum of like ways to go about platinums and to get platinums obviously there's uh ones that i like never like like i'm never a fan of ones that require you doing a full replay through i just don't want to do that because i don't like doing that but for the people that do like doing that they probably feel like oh great i want to play this again anyway and this like incentivizes me but that being said like i feel like most trophy lists do have um what this person's asking for in terms of like one or two like funky more thoughtful more like intriguing like aspects um even like um Escape Academy, as an example, like it has a trophy that's playing a certain song on the piano, which is like something you'd never do unless you, I don't know, unless you walked into video game pianos and always played like a set list of common songs <laughs> and you happen to like happen to have that pop. But yeah, I think there's a place for both because on one hand, I can make the argument that that trophy is, you know, a silly slash bad one because no one would naturally do that. On the other hand, it's like, oh no, that can be cool because it's a creative use of the game space. Um, and I think there's there's room for both of those. And if anything, I think trophies have like, to a degree, unless you're looking just for chat, like just challenge, I think to a degree have been getting progressively better in 
being more achievable for a wider range of players in like the go doing away with difficulty trophies being like one of the biggest highlights and positive changes I think that's come to trophies in the last And that's one of those things where I think you get into the disconnect slash personal nature of what mm -hmm. all this is. Personally for me, you know, I I I don't agree with pizza bagel <laughs> in terms of trophies have fallen off and they, you know, are like, yes, I do think that trophies are more checklisty than ever, but I also think that is serving games in a certain way where it's like, I don't, I'm with you. I hate the multiple difficulty things like that. That is always a non-starter for me. I mean, with rare exception of like, yeah, you know, uncharted, I played all the, I played uncharted and then I played on crushing again, <laughs> Barrett update OBS. Uh, and then, <laughs> you know, there's a probably a couple other ones too, but usually that's the thing. If I see it and it's like, well, I'm not planning this game. I'm not even going to put the time into it because I rarely replay stuff because I don't enjoy replaying games for the most part. Like it's very rare that I get back into it. And so I don't mind the fact that trophy lists have moved into, we'll do this, you know, to your horizon. Like there's a good difference between like Horizon Forbidden West, which like you said, you don't have to do everything. And then Far Cry 6, which was like, do everything. Like you got to, you know, do but again, it comes down to are you enjoying the gameplay? Is it motivating you to do it? But then it also can, for me personally, another one is like, I remember playing, and this isn't a trophy, but stick, well, I guess it eventually was, right? Dead Rising on Xbox, right? Was my first game that I got kind of obsessed with the achievements for. And it was, you know, the zombie genocider trophy. I forget how many you had to kill and like walk this amount of time, walk this many steps on zombie heads. And it was like, oh, cool. I didn't do this in the game. This is fun to try. There's yeah. a flip of that, right? Where it is, hey, you're playing this seemingly open game or game that gives you choice in what weapons to use. And now to get the platinum, you need to play the game this certain way with this certain thing. And you have like a great one is Outriders, which is a game when it arrived, we all jumped in. We all played for two weeks, it felt like, and had a great time with, and it was fantastic. And I was like, I want to platinum this game. And I'm down to, I think, the last two trophies on it. And it's like, okay, cool. Now what I have to do is, go use these powers that I never used in the 30 hours I played the game and just go grind to go do it. And it's like, Oh man, like, no, like I'm, I've had my fun with outriders. I don't want to put in an additional, whatever hours of sitting there spinning around in like, you know, the monster closet to kill as many things to do it. Like there's definitely a time in my life where I would have just done it and whatever. But now it is that thing of time is so limited that like my free time, I want to move on to the next game. And so something like that, that, that sucks for me of like, oh, well, you could argue, well, it's making you or it's encouraging you to use the different abilities to go do it. Sure. But in a game where it's like play your way, the trophy should be you're going to earn them your way as well. Yeah, I, well, I, th I think it, it depends because I feel like the Deathloop trophy list is a pretty compelling one that also sure. pushes you to do that. But it's less grindy is the thing. Like, and, and the Deathloop one, how... I would argue, too. The death no, the I... death loop one feels like the way because of how that game is played feels like challenge rooms. It honestly feels yeah. like if you remember uh Barrett, this one's for you you remember batman arkham asylum where you'd go do it but then you had the challenge rooms to go fight things specifically right like i hated those experiences being broken up death loop kind of shoves them together via the trophy list of like cool mm -hmm. now go do this this way with that thing and i like i'm like oh that's a cool way to do it if i want to play more death loop because i love death loop it's not get well it might have been i shouldn't speak out of turn but i don't think it's get 100 kills with the gun you never used because you didn't like that gun no it's much more of like a like the grind would only be needed if you need to get better at the skills you need to do the thing well, yeah like yeah, the yeah. outriders one sounds more like there is an inherent time commitment because it wants you to do a certain thing in a certain way and you need to have like a certain like level or amount of time spent in order for that to be like 
achievable um, versus like Deathloop was. I mean, if you're good, you could do that right now. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm afraid to find out. And I never bought the bullet because <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to face the truth, which is that maybe I'm not really that good at the game. Sure. Um, yeah. I'd like to go back though because I think it's. It, I feel like it was kind of encouraging me to be the player I tried to be anyway. But they're like, okay, but now you got to do it for real. And I'm like, maybe not. Yeah, I, I we prefer, it's a power fantasy, right? Like, I don't need to be reminded that I'm not yeah, actually the thing actually, I felt like, like I felt, you suck right? Ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, it's back to, uh, you know, I shouldn't say again. This week I've talked about Cyberpunk 2077, right? Uh, because of the patch and all that jazz. And also, you know, my memory of that game is platinuming it. And I think that, you know, brought about some of the flaws with it in terms of like, wow, I'm so ungodly leveled compared to everybody now as I go through and do this, uh, you know, third uh, house in a row tonight of you know going through and clearing everybody out yada 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 but that was a problem with it it was so that the gameplay and doing it was fun like i enjoyed that platinum trophy even when it glitched out on me and i it looked like i wasn't gonna yeah, get it i remember until I it breaking it. you i remember that platinum breaking you as a person that platinum that no no that platinum broke and if you remember i was like hey case or it's either gonna get fixed or i just had a lot of fun with the game and it doesn't matter the platinum that broke me of course was x-men wolverine origins back on ps3 that i reviewed where I beat it, and I was I love that love that game. You know, I mean, loved it in the way you love a a B movie or whatever. Like the the sure. story sucked, but it was fun to be Wolverine and fun to go down the claws. And I was like, I'm definitely platinum this. And then at the end, it had like one of the most confusing screens of all time of just like you've completed the game. Do you want to you want to do it again on a new save? And I was like, yes. And that deleted your old save. And I was like, fuck. And that's, oh, if you remember, so the IGN story goes that I got so mad I slammed my desk which was connected to Ryan Clements' desk, which skipped his game, and he was playing some Japanese RPG on PS2. It skipped his disc, oh, and he lost a whole bunch of progress. No. So it was like this chain event of me ruining other people's lives, too, because I was ruined. Oh, my God. Another L for physical media. We just really know, can't right? catch a break here. It's like, Don't miss it. Not... Don't miss it at all. I got my uh, Splatoon case arriving tomorrow from Best Buy. So, you know. Just the case, huh? Yeah, just the case. There's no game inside, but. Emmett Watkins Jr. writes in in defense of PlayStation trophies and says trophies do matter, just not by themselves. Now that I can afford to play on PC, Xbox, etc. as well, I collect these rewards to be able to show my love for a game similar to how a high playtime shows the same thing. But unlike a high playtime, there's a story to the journey of a platinum slash 100% that makes the memory of the game more special. For example, I put in 440 hours into Modern Warfare 2 on PS3. But I couldn't tell you a specific memory about that game, just aspects of the game that kept me playing. But my 152 hours in Skyrim come with my journey of trying to get married in the game, only for a bug to take my wife, disappear right after the only for a bug to make my wife disappear right after the ceremony. Or me coming back to the game five years later to join the Thief's Skill and clean up the platinum. That's a really interesting way to put it. That I think is really fascinating. Where it is like, I kind of feel. Not exactly the same, but similar in the way of like, you know, in my 900 hours plus of DC Universe Online, right? Like, sure, there's plenty of studio. You mustn't get in the way of our plans for the Flash. Like, stupid shit like that. Like, I can recite to this day or whatever. But it is the idea of like, you know, building out the characters at launch to make sure I was going to get in the right way for the trophies to then go. There's no way I'll get this to then committing to going for the Platinum and then popping it and then popping it again on PS4. Like, there is a memory distinctly connected to that of both of what I think uh, Emmett's talking about, the story behind it, and then the fact that that's a game I want to put on a pedestal. Like, I love this game, and that's why I want the Platinum for it. Yeah, I think, too, like, with the idea of stories being tied to Platinums, like, personal stories, I think 
obviously there's an inherent intention when you beat a game because you had to like go through all the steps. But I think what's unique about the Platinum is it's so much more like, and this is like what I like about it. It's like a nerdy, dumb, extra ass thing to do with your game. But like, it, it's also just so fun to like sit there and kind of, there's like the plan it out of it in a way that like sure. doesn't really happen for the main campaign like the closest thing i get to planning a main campaign is if i can kind of sense maybe how long it is or if like the developer tells me and i'm like planning for content but that's just hours i'm like okay or like hey when i got here okay this is a good i'm on a good pace or something that's not really that exciting it's just scheduling time versus like the <laughs> platinum it's like you might think you know, sometimes when I start a game, I'm like, I want to try to platinum it. Let me look at the list now. Then it's like the debate of like, do I want to be really efficient and like spoil some of those secret ones? Do I want to just go, you know, double checking the missables, asking people about it, people like sharing their tips about stuff. Or like when you sit down and decide to finally like end up seeing it through and what that process looks like. And, you know, if you end up using guides, if you don't like there's so many angles to how you do it like when i did the horizon forbidden west one i'm like okay i know i want to platinum this it seems like fairly achievable and then they had that one um kind of missable thing near the end we you got to scan all the machines and i was like oh man i guess well i really love this game so i'm gonna figure it out maybe i can reload an old save or just play it on easy and get to the end and then they fixed that before i even yeah. finished so i was like great this saved me a lot of time um and then i went to play and like i just spent my time hanging out in that world honestly and i like knew i had certain things I had to do, but I did like extra stuff as well. And like did all my own thing of clearing up the map fog or like, I really wanted um, a certain kind, like one of the things is like leveling, maxing out like three pieces of armor and like one of the sets I really wanted to do. Cause it was like the one I was legitimately using, even though like the other one, the easy thing is just to get like the lowest level set and, you know, fill it with freaking bird tails or whatever the hell you need to like craft it. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I want the one I'm using. And it requires like, of course it required like one, um, apex slither fang heart or something like that was the hard thing and then there was the process of like talking to my chat like okay well how do i get this to spawn and they're like oh you gotta go at night and then like i kept reloading it and then they're like maybe just wait till you're a higher level and they're auto like add more apex like creatures to the game so like i really enjoyed just figuring out i think that process of how you're gonna go go about doing it um then there's like the co-op ones where you're like working together with someone like it just totally changes i think your approach to actually even playing the game because it has these elements of of additional layers of thoughtfulness after having like beaten the campaign or on your way to the campaign that makes it a fun thing if you're you know a fucking nerd which i am so i'm like hell right. yeah let's do this I, uh, here's what happens ryan povala higgins in the chat just keeps making me angry all right because he's already written in with his takedown of PlayStation trophies. And then he goes, surely if people are playing games for hundreds of hours without getting a platinum trophy, it shows they are irrelevant. Play games for fun, not for an icon. Ryan, shut the fuck up. All right. And I say this with all due respect because you've been around forever and you know I love you, but shut the fuck up. Like, are you like, that's not the argument. The argument isn't that they're just saying, hey, let's fight for the. And somebody, Barrett, I guess, deleted this or did <laughs> Janet? Somebody just deleted I, I the comment. No, I put him in timeout. <laughs> Take it now, man. Ryan, we're fucking your day up. Now, it's the idea of like, oh, well, yeah, like, yes, like my 900 hours in DC Universe Online was not because of the Platinum. I got the Platinum long before I got 900 hours in. It's just another way of like, man, it's something else to do in this game. I would have killed for this stuff. I always talk about when I was growing up and playing games and not being able to afford that many games. Like, that's again where uh, a Platinum that is go do a million things, go do the stuff, whatever, is so huge. You know, I always talk about like, you know, 
infamously me failing to get the platinum in Metal Gear Solid 5. Not because of both, not not because I'm bad at the game, right? But it was the idea that I tried to do it on the stream, but I had way too much to do. And then afterwards, it was like, all right, well, now go S rank all these missions. And I was like, oh, well, I just, that just doesn't sound like fun. I don't want to do that. Throwing that out, putting that out there, like that's where I am and what I am and how I value my time. I, I always say, right, on PS2, I platinumed Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberties. And of, yeah, Sons of Liberty. Of course, I didn't actually platinum it, but I remember when I went through and got all the photos and when I beat Solidus on on extra hard, whatever the fuck it was called with the, you know, Katana. And I remember like my Poe playing it way late and calling me at college and asking me a question. And I was like, I was able to shut my eyes and walk him through the level. And at one point go, wait, which difficulty are you playing on? Cause it, it meant how many guards and where they'd be and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. I knew that game and I platinum that game. And I wish that if trophies, I wish trophies went back to PS2 and I wish that on my thing, it said Metal Gear Solid 2 and you could argue, of course, well, go do it now. And we're back to no, like I don't want to replay the game that way. Cause I don't have the time mm. I had in college to sit there between classes looking for dog tags or doing whatever. Like this is all about celebrating games and PlayStation games the way you want to. And so, yeah, totally ignore it if you want and don't get hung up on it, but to come out and be like the trophies are relevant because of they, they, you you playing the hour count it makes trophies irrelevant that makes me mad ryan but i think too though, like oh, the the yeah i think too the idea like you know his initial argument of the if you can beat a game and or spend a lot of hours and stop platinum it that makes them irrelevant it'd be the to me it's the opposite like the point one of the appeal points sure, certainly i don't mind a, a game where i do a thorough playthrough and i automatically pop the platinum because i'm like cool free plat free platinum of course yeah. or easy platinum like that can be fun too but one of the appeal points is that it gives you incentive to do additional things that you wouldn't have done otherwise, um, at least when they're like, I think at their peak. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the whole point of them. I mean, there's different ways to sort of be like gamified, I think, within that system that are fun and fine just from like inherently collecting more trophies. But the platinum itself, like it has a level of intention and like the appeal is that intention. Um, other people in the chat pointing out like, well, it's not as relevant because we have so many games to play now like sure you have like more stuff to play so you don't need to squeeze as much juice out of the orange as you did when you were a kid necessarily but one that's also like a certain there's different kinds of players as well like just because you have a lot of games doesn't mean that you're going to be playing all the games um and i think too it's where your interests lie right like there are so many times that i feel like you know i've talked or any of us have talked on the show about like we could be playing this new thing or finishing this thing, but instead, like, I just want to go back to this other thing. And I think the, the platinum allows for you to like go back in a way that feels unique or special. Um, and you get to have like that additional dopamine again, I think of, of completing something cause you get the platinum on a certain platform for that game while like rolling credits still fun, like for a replay, but it hits different when you get that like platinum trophy. Um, at least for me, it does. And I, I'm also curious to know like people who have, who don't care about platinums like have they gotten platinums and how many have they gotten because i do think it's one of those things where once you kind of the tattoos right once you get one you want more of them because i not that i thought they were like dumb necessarily but i just never was interested like i just am not really a completionist player and i still feel like i'm not generally a completionist but what i like about being in the platinum culture now is looking at the games culture really the streets about. these platinum yeah, streets yeah like you know me and my little eight, i only have I like fucking you, eight platinums but i'm like i you know get to parse out like what do i want to do and and then and decide also 
what kind of player do I want to be? Do I want to be? It's like the, the we need like a, the alignment chart for platinums. There's like chaotic evil. That's like Greg. You know, he's out here just fucking downloading garbage, and just if you could if you could buy him on the streets, he'd be like out here fucking doing crazy <laughs> shit, right? And then there's like um, I don't know if blessings like true neutral or neutral good or something because he does get a couple and we did our competition and stuff. But yeah, like I'm not sure where I'd fall on that because you, you know I'm gonna let y'all do that on the internet and make that alignment chart for the platinums. But my current style is games I love. I want the platinum for that. So sometimes even like there's some games where I'm like, oh, isn't the platinum that hard? But then like, do I want you on the shelf with these other games? I I don't know if I want to like have it like that. So. Um, again, not above doing it for like an easier platinum. I'm, I'm still thinking about getting, um, which I did like the game, but what's that game that both of us played? It's like the Mothman or some shit. Oh yeah, Mothman, Mothman 1969. 1966, who could forget, man? 1966, <laughs> what a year. Except it's not, it doesn't take place in the 60s. I don't think, I think it's like the 90s or the 80s. It's the 60s? I thought it was like the yeah. 80s. Okay, well then, well, I guess well, I maybe No, I thought it was very like sock hoppy that they were in the thing. Doing oh yeah, own. I guess that was the 60s. Yeah, 1966, who could, what a year. Um, I like then that they got game. that one randomized bullshit fucking blackjack game or salad. Yeah, I solitaire. like that game though. Like I do like that sure. game. Well, but do you they, have the, do you have the trophy for it though, Janet? Do you have the trophy for it? No, because I, I don't have give a me couple. randomized bullshit trophies. Like, I have that a couple I, good video clips though of me. But like, imagine this: how sweet it'll be if I get it though. That's the thing. But like again, I, like you know, I'm sitting at seventy one. It's the back and know. the back and fucking forth of these things, man. I'm like, yeah, it would be like a, such a relief and so sweet to get that. But that goes back to like. I remember, uh, I don't think it was that I wanted a platinum Freedom Wars. I think it was that I was just, uh, did Freedom Wars, Freedom Wars didn't predate trophies. No, no, that, that's nonsense. That's nonsense. For, I, it wasn't that I wasn't going to plat. Maybe I was on the way. I, I think I had the inkling that I wanted to platinum Freedom Wars, but then it was like, yeah, well, you need to upgrade your shit to whatever. I was like, all right, cool. And then you get to a point where it's like, well, now you go and fight this monster and, you know, one out of 17 times, he'll drop the one feather that you need five of. And I'm like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm not doing that shit. Like, that's horrible. Nobody wants to do that. It's like, I think there's such a great... <laughs> Ryan Pomala Higgins has come out of timeout oh and says, fuck trophies and then change it to screw trophies. When we see you, we'll give you the floor. I'm going to take a sip. Actually, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a fantastic show. We're having a lot of fun here. I'm so glad Blessing got bit by that snake and fell into a, po a pothole. But... While he cleans up the slushy he dropped in his car, let me remind you about patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames keeps the mics and lights on. You can go there, of course, to ride in to be part of the show. You can watch us record it live just like Ryan Pavala Higgins is. And, of course, you can get the post show we do each and every episode. But, like I said, it gets you the show ad-free. Speaking of ads, Greg Way, here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You don't know who's looking through all your stuff, finding all of your Nintendo Switches, your PlayStation Vitas, or all the other things that you're hiding in there. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers, ISPs, can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent. Nobody wants that. That sounds like a bad time for everybody. You can browse more anonymous it's easy to use and it works on all devices. I love ExpressVPN. It is super simple to use. I feel safe across all of my devices, knowing that whether I'm on my desktop or my mobile phone, people aren't getting in there. I'm safe on the internet and what I look at, what I browse, that's mine. That's for me to know. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kind of funny. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash kind of 
funny. Next up, shout out to Chime. Like a cool breeze, Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money. There's no monthly fees, no maintenance fees, and no minimum balance fees. So it's how banking should be done. And when you need access to your money, you can do so fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens or 7-Elevens. You can also send money to anyone even if they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Chime, no monthly fees, no vibe-killing fees. Sign up for a Chime checking account. It only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. You can get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by a debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at all Allpoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Chime.com slash KF Games. It doesn't help you live viewers because, of course, you still had to watch me drink the water, but people come back now. They don't know how to drink water. It's great. We will uh, now cool give the Greg, floor. Cool, Greg will leave that in. I know, I know we sure. will. Yeah. We will now give the floor to the grumpiest old man on his porch today. All right. Just imagine. Close your eyes, everybody. It's, it's Clint Eastwood, Gran Turismo, right? He's sitting there drinking his coffee. He's angry. Ryan Povala Higgins writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, and I know it's Torino. It was a joke. Nobody called me on it. So I want to make sure that comments don't need me alive. Gran Turismo PlayStation game. I digress. Oh, shit. I forgot too, Janet. Do I have a fucking scoop for you? All right. Oh, my God. You want, to, you want me to tell you this? We'll get, Ryan, we'll get to your fucking bullshit okay, yeah. topic in a up? second. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm kind of scared, though, this, also. This is pretty amazing in terms of timing. A person okay. wrote in to me today claiming that they got to see and like they got they were in like one of those television test groups and they got to watch the first episode of twisted metal so they wrote in with their review and recap for us oh my god well, <laughs> we did, have an exclusive did they sign an nda for that though they did but they said because they didn't give us their name they don't worry about it so i'm like whatever okay i'm excited to hear i'm this. just reporting the news here i'm jason trier of twisted metal all right don't worry about it I, the, the people are fucking opening the cms right now greg i'm telling you right now this is gonna launch like a lot of articles Ryan Pavala Higgins writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can and says, this has been a long time coming. You can't silence me now, Miller. I know for sure I'm in the minority with this opinion, but I think trophies or any other kind of achievements are one of the worst things that have been introduced into modern gaming. I've watched people force themselves to keep playing a game, not because they are enjoying it, but because they have an obsession with getting the platinum trophy. Watching people grind and do monotonous tasks all in the pursuit of an icon, which has no meaning, just seems to take all the fun out of gaming. And your lasting memory of playing a game is completing boring tasks, which is unnecessary. Before trophies existed, if you finished a game, you finished it. It didn't matter if you didn't complete certain tasks. If you started the game and saw the credits, you completed it. Now, there are different levels of completion, and if you didn't get a specific trophy, you haven't done enough. I think people should play games how they want to play them, not specific ways to obtain trophies. Then, of course, everything has happened in the chat has happened, but earlier he also said this. Digital is one of the other worst things about modern gaming also. Another L for physical media. <laughs> God Look, damn, I, Ryan! I like physical media, and I will keep my disk drive until they cut it out of my PS5, okay? 
Um, what's the last thing I was in there? I don't know. Probably some fucking Grey's Anatomy disc or some bullshit. Some, some you know, How Much Your Mother or some concert. But I like having it. Um, I will say, obvious, the, the biggest flaw probably in the comment is <laughs> Ryan just says, I'm head out. <laughs> um, thank you for being here, Ryan. I appreciate your work. Um, the biggest flaw, I think, is the idea or the implication that trophies force you to play a different way like you don't have to do it so i think it skirts that flaw of like play how you want yeah sure i will say here here's the thing nothing was fully wrong but you're looking at it from too much of a negative angle like this is here for like it's like why would you want to do this you're out here doing you know like and again different trophy lists have different things there definitely are some grindy ones there are some you know oh die a certain time in a certain way and you're just doing it just just for like the digital thing on your mantle which is also digital which is also not real however that is so exciting for sick fucks like me here's the thing that's the thing the fun they're like how are you having fun with this you're just doing the fun is getting the thing like i want the thing and the the journey might have its you know ups and downs to getting that thing but that is the fun of it the fun is the completion how many games have I played where I grind for uh, a trophy that I'm enjoying? Grinding is the right. Because of what I'm doing in the game I'm playing, and I'm thinking specifically, Barrett, help me. I believe it was like Assassin's Creed 2 that had the hidden armors that you'd have to go get. And you had to do a bunch yeah, of stuff to get them. Yeah, 2 and Brotherhood had both of the uh, hidden armors. And it was fun to go get those, but I remember it's the classic video game thing of uh, even like the concrete power at the end of uh, Infamous Second Son. Where you go and you do it and you get to the top of the mountain, you get the thing, and guess what? You're at the top of the mountain. There's nothing left to do. Why did I go get this cool power just to do that thing? That's in-game. That's not even trophy-related. That's just how the story or the game played. Like, it's the same thing here. I'm just like, well, you want to grind and go get this thing that doesn't help you in the long run? Fine, whatever, but it's fun. Are you enjoying yourself? Go have some fun. I think the real question is, Ryan, who hurt you? Who hurt you? Because this now there are different levels of completion, and if you didn't get a specific trophy, you haven't done enough. I call complete and utter bullshit on that because what you're talking about is also true endings that had nothing to do with trophies. Like what ending did you get? Oh, you know, fucking the guy ran away with the girl. Oh, you didn't get the true ending. You didn't do the thing. There was a choice three hours in that 30 hours later. Totally. Like who, who are your friends or what internet message board are you on where you're like, man, I loved game X. Ugh. Did you get the trophy at the end for kissing the frog? No, you didn't play the game. Yeah. You didn't play the game if you didn't kiss Mr. Toad, you know? If you didn't play uh, Mirror Head of Little Lamb on that Escape Academy piano, did you even escape the academy? I don't know. That's not Did, did you get you know. all uh, endings in Elden Ring? No. You didn't even fucking play it. Did you get every dog tag in the uh, you Last of Us or Metal fucking game? bears? That they were looking for in space and shit, Ratchet and Clank. Right? And I feel, and again, Ryan, who hurt you? Because I feel like this is such a conversation I've never, ever, ever fucking had in a negative light. Sure, of like, I've never said, "Oh man, I love Metal Gear Solid 2: Sons of Liberty." So it's like, did you get every dog tag? Did you did you beat Solidus on the hardest yeah, difficulty? Yeah, I do think no. the Platinum Gatekeep I haven't heard as much. Not to say that hasn't happened, because this seems like you are speaking from a place where maybe you've felt like that or had those conversations. But yeah, I mean, I've I've seen a lot of gatekeeping and i've been told a lot of things but no one's ever really like judged i think the platinums i think because they're so superfluous like you either you know i could always argue like oh i only have eight because i don't give a fuck it's like you know no one's gonna care like because it is a very personal thing um it kind of reminds me too of like uh i was talking yesterday with my family like maggie was asking me about fantasy critic that we're doing she's like oh what is that like i didn't realize you were what is this thing and i was telling her about it and I'm just talking for like several minutes. And then I'm like, I guess the end of my story of explaining it. And I'm like, you know, if you ever want to ask me about it, I'm happy to talk about it. Um, Cause you know, my brother's like, yeah, like 
he's done fantasy sports before and he's like there's a saying with fantasy sports and it's like nothing's more exciting to you than your league and less exciting to everyone else than hearing about your <laughs> league because no one gives a fuck about it but it's like this is my little thing you know i have my little trophy it's like yeah again it's it's worth doing because you assign or have created a joy for yourself for doing it um can that get dark i guess it can like if you end up like being so hooked that you end up feeling like you know what i'm not even enjoying what i'm doing here i need to stop sure but you know people tell me that all the time even for finishing games like people will be like why did you finish this if you don't like it i'm like well one i can talk to y'all more thoroughly about the game that's value one and two i just like to sometimes see it through you know like i get an accomplishment and a joy from having gone through that process and like there's an appeal in that. Um, but again, like, I'm out here fucking like, why did I run the marathon? Like, that didn't, didn't give me anything. I'm not like a, a, an athlete. You're still going to die, Janet. Um, wait, what? <laughs> yes, you're still going to die. Exactly. Marathon didn't, like, you know, give you 20 years. And some people die running the marathon. You ever look sure. at that stat? That's fucking scary. You're like, oh, how many people died last year when they ran this? You know, you see the tents, the fucking, the fucking I've alarms never done going much, off. I've never people done are much dropping like flies. Um, but yeah, like, there is. I think there's a joy to just accomplishing certain things and in and, and gaming platinums are one of those joys. And if they ever fucking brought that shit to Nintendo, I'd be out here playing Mario 64 all over again. Cause they're going to give me a fucking ribbon. If I f- catch the hat or some Wah-hoo. bullshit. Um, and that'd be awesome. You know, it'd be a fun way to re-engage, but yeah, anything can be toxic if you make it toxic, but also things can just be, you know, fun things to do it's all virtual ryan's anyway. still arguing in the chat ryan won't get off his soapbox we asked him to leave and he will not <laughs> we're trying to well, refund his patreon money he said he was gonna leave he's like no, i'm gonna give out because i don't want to be around but he does and say do people like, enjoy games more because of trophies though is breath of the wild less of a game because it doesn't have them again less you're of a game you're that... arguing from such an interesting perspective that i i don't agree with but i understand but like do people enjoy games more because of trophies yes I, I yeah. legitimately can point you to my trophies in certain games that I played more of. Like I beat the game, I rolled credits, the story was over, but I kept playing to do it and I got to have more fun in it. Does that enjoyment take away from Breath of the Wild's accomplishments? No. Not I mean, no, but not at all. How good would it be if there cause you know it's funny because I, I Ocean Horn. I think I yeah, right. Yeah, we're gonna have to just fucking queue up Ocean Horn again, you know? Like fuck it, why not? It's actually a solid game. Did you collect um, all of the Korok seeds? didn't even play breath of the wild if he didn't exactly but here's, here's what's funny about that i feel would like part of me wonders like actually seven fucking even finished breath of the wild also it's not a playstation game but whatever um i'm like 80 hours in though because I've, I've just been playing really thoroughly and i'm like it sucks that like even if i got everything i don't really have anything to show for it and i know it sounds dumb to say a virtual trophy icon on my thing is my thing to show for but it is it's like a nice way to add that structure i think too like especially on ps5 where they have added like trophy tracking as like little things you can queue up like it's it's very much baked into the ecosystem in a way that's convenient and fun so yeah like i it's also a little bit of a chicken egg thing like i loved jack and daxter forever always played that game many times will probably play that game many more times before I, i die even though i ran the marathon um but like doing the platinum, it was it was cool. I liked doing it, and I did it on uh, a, an alt account I had because I wanted a fresh. Like I did it on stream, and I wanted like no trophies at all. Like I wanted to pop all the trophies, and then I did it again when I replayed it for like other content stuff on my actual account. And now I'm like, yeah, I got I got the Vita version. Like may I'll do that one. You know why not? Like it's, I think it it does. If you like it, I get not understanding why people like it because it's like I don't get it. Like it's just another thing. But I think if you ever have felt any type of achievement or accomplishment in a game 
it is the same deal. It's just for a different thing. Isn't it you know, the same idea? Yeah, you're playing a game a boss and there's multiple whatever. objectives. You yeah. like there's the thing for you get the whatever for clearing it, but you perfect it and you you get a gold medal, right? It's just medals. It's the same thing. It's just on top of it. And Kabob says trophies can feel like more homework, though. Right. So just don't do those. Like there's the, that it's that's the disconnect. Credit. I think extra credit. Great job, Barry. That's really good. But it's that thing of like because you I'm I'm not the person, and I know people who are that way, and I couldn't imagine it of you enter into a game and you start playing the game and you get enough of the trophies, you have to get the platinum. Like, look at Outriders. Again, I would love to have the Outriders platinum, but I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to do it. Look at so Mothman 1960s. <laughs> Fuck that goddamn randomized <laughs> bullshit. However, Duncan, aka half a dozen do donuts, writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Another great name. And says, do trophies matter? Yes and no. I do love a good trophy list and still believe that platinums were a positive, but they cause gaming anxiety. I hate playing through a game for 30 minutes, popping one trophy, and having a game with a 2% completion. This is why I personally don't like trophies in PS1 slash 2 classics. No trophies means I can pop in for a short period of time, see what it was like, given without nostalgia, it, pretty, it aged pretty poorly, the game, old game is old, and not have a low trophy paper trail. Again, I do wish like, you could like delete them. You can like, delete zeros. Remember, you can delete zeros, but you can't delete uh, anything once you've got there. Again, I get it, but like I, this is what's so fascinating is that we are talking about one system and what draws you to it, repels you from it. But even if you're being drawn to it, everybody has this different thing. For me, I don't care. I, I'm looking at my trophies right now, right? I have a 0% Temtem at the top, 0% Last of Us Part 1 below it. And like even those are, those are zeros and I could delete them. And then there's a 2% Ali Ali World underneath 62% OFK, 71 Rumbleverse, not all zeros. I don't. That doesn't drive me crazy. I, again, like it being, this is my history. This is my log. These are the games that I have on my profile. Again, when I want to go Some back. Some of y'all do don't want to face who you are. And that's what it's really about. Look in the fucking mirror, Ryan. Here's All right? the thing. Here's what's funny. And I'm like, yeah, obviously kind of hamming it up. But like a little bit is, I, I think your, your mention of the drawing and the what draws you and what repels you is like really apt because it's like, is that because the thing is bad or because you have you know certain tendencies that maybe you feel like doing up making a more negative experience like i could totally understand why someone would be like you know i don't know and then i feel like i just got to finish it and then i don't like finishing it and i'm just like i fucking hate this thing it's like yeah but you have built this relationship with it based on maybe a, a level of compulsion that you have and i also have had definitely things like that too and in, in my gaming experiences or just in life where it's like Fuck it. Like, I just feel like I got to do this and I don't even like doing this, but like, I have to do it. And like, you know, I wish I could just walk. Like, there are times I think I, I wish I could just walk away. Like, I think in a way it's funny because you loved like the Far Cry. Was it six? Right. At this point, yeah. Platinum. I beat that game because I just wanted to beat it because I was far enough into it. And even though like we already did the review, too, and like I, I didn't make it for the review to beat it. Like I was playing it and then I'm like, OK, the reviews in two minutes. <laughs> we're not making it you know but even after that i'm like i'm so into i'm so far into it and you could argue you know i could lie to myself and say oh well you know i kind of want to see the story and, and elements of me do want to see the story through but at the end of the day i beat that game because i felt something inside me made me want to do it and like was that a lot of fun not necessarily but i'm still glad i did it because that's how fucked up i am you know i've gone like full circle like i've seen what's wrong with me and then embrace the darkness and i'm like you know what I got this little, that's, that's a different digital mantle, I think, for me, of, like, just having seen something through and completed it and being able to have that full 
okay, I fucking finished this thing. Um, but again, that's not every game for me either, though. Like, Days Gone, like, I would love to finish seeing that story without just watching it on YouTube. But I don't want to do the work. Um, and funny enough, Isaiah's like, oh, should I, like, play through Days Gone? I'm like, if you're playing through it, let me know. Because then I get the free... You can just sit the, there and watch. Yeah, I was like, I would love to see you finish that. And now it sounds dumb because, like, I could fucking watch anyone in the fucking world play that game because there's like a million things on YouTube and Twitch. But I'm like, this will be my free way to do that. Like... There are times that it clicks for me and times it doesn't. And I get like that itch bothering people. But I think that's an internalized thing that you could work out of if you want to. Like for me, I don't feel like some any type of way about the few times I decide to see through Far Cry 6. Because I feel like that's few and far between enough that that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, so like look inward, I think, depending on how much you hate this. Because it might be something <laughs> to examine it sounds yeah. like it you know ryan's got a bunch of pent-up anger about it and he's really got to look at it and duncan i get but yeah i like the idea of like you're afraid to look yourself in the mirror of what you played and what you walked away from but again i don't look at a a zero or a three percent or a whatever as man i suck at games or i can't commit to something it was all right this, this didn't work for me you know what i, I mean? do think more ways to org i think that does speak though to their credit to a demand that I think we see a lot in the community of more ways to organize and sort and cater things to the things that you like to see on your stuff. Like, right, like we have the, y'all got the beef with me and redeeming these these PlayStation Plus games. I'm like, why do I need this shit? If that's it's not, not beef I'm as not much as we're play. trying to help you. We're trying to train you because you have, I, you have missed games that you could have, have gotten for games. free. Okay. I have missed some games. I'm not saying but, you have to get everything, you know? Well, I feel like there's some people that are like, why not get everything? It's free. And I'm like, well, why do I need everything when I'm not going to play it? And it's like, it doesn't hurt to have it. And I'm like, it doesn't hurt to not have it. Like, and it's this weird thing of like, again, that's for me, part of that is the sorting of everything. Like, I don't think the organization system is set up in a nice enough way. The reason I finally decided, I'm like, you know, what? I think I'm just going to fucking say fuck it and redeem everything now is because now my shit is so cluttered by um, having PlayStation Plus Plus. That I'm out here having like all these extra games. I'm like, I don't even know what I what's real anymore. It's just icons floating in space. So I will say I do sympathize with that. And I think that is a demand that we see in the community a lot of wanting more ways to sort through that information in a way that you feel like is clean cut and satisfying for you and your user experience. So there is that. Janet. Yes. Are you offended how by how easy trophies are now? This is another undercurrent oh. I saw in the responses where people were like, oh, my God, well, now you can just buy ZJ the ball. You can buy the one that is buy a platinum trophy or whatever the hell it's called. Like, you can go through and just, you know, throw money at the problem. Because back in the day, remember, my name is Mayo. was like, oh, my God, what? A, it's just a clicker. That still took time. That still took you had to do certain things and figure it out. Whereas now it literally are the, the visual novels, which are pick one thing, fast forward, and you pop one in 30 seconds. No, I mean, as long as you're not being too toxic with the game that you made, which I think we with the some of the ZJs is each of the ball, the weird, like not Christian Christian yeah. one. Yeah, that, yeah, get, yeah, that one gets great for that reason, because I'm like, the fuck's going on there. But putting that stuff aside, hey, you want to make a thing with an easy platinum and that's like your angle as a dev. Hey, there's an audience for it. That audience to a degree, right, seems happy with getting like you like you're like, I just want fucking trophies and I just I'll take the platinum. Why not? For me, I'm never I was never going to play ZJ the ball. So like. You playing ZJ the ball doesn't hurt me or take away from my stuff. And I think as far as like easy or not, um, I think, again, I think it's worth um, examining why you care about being better than other people in terms of like the idea. I think the idea of being like, well, I want my platinum to be really hard and like you got to earn it or whatever. Like, I think you can get that on your own, too. Like you could go for a fucking, you know, Elden Ring platinum, I'm sure has plenty of its challenges. Like there are. 
there are those old school like difficulty things. There's, there's so many ways I think to engage in challenge and accomplishment, but I don't think that you should take something that's a singular experience and then make it competitive. I think that's automatically gonna it's a good way to lose because there's always gonna be someone. Even from your purist standpoint, like I'm sure you could find some psycho purist who also has still, you know, 800 and you have 750, and like it, it's a, I think a losing game to look at it that way. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it devalues it because you still get plenty of main, normal, the platinum experiences from games that you would be playing otherwise. Like, so what if you can get 800 from, I am Mayo 87. Like, I don't want to play Cameron Kennedy in the chat says, yeah, the only thing I have against shovelware games is the clutter on the storefront, which is obviously yeah. a different argument. But guess what? As we all know from every storefront, especially Nintendo that doesn't have trophies, that's going to be there no matter what. So, again, yeah. like, I feel like this would be such a different conversation if, hey, great news. Once you cross 170 Platinums, 175 Platinums, you get a, access to some PlayStation Plus discount permanently. You get this kind of, you get pre-orders before everybody, yada, yada. Like, that isn't what the system is. The sy system isn't incentivized that way. So I think, like, for me and my uh, 164 Platinums, right, like, part of the narrative and the, the story behind those are that so many of them are trash, right? Like, that's an ongoing joke thing we talk about here, but, like, it's what I did, and it's funny that that's how it is. I don't think, so like, have I missed where I've been approached by – was I on the short list for the, the Nobel Prize because they're like, man, this guy's got a lot of platinum. It's like, no, that's not – this isn't like how it is. Where – what bar are people going to where they sit down? They be like, well, I have 200 platinums. Oh, shit, that's a lot of platinums. <laughs> then never speak about the games. Never look at the thing. Like, who's – what internet message was throwing this around? Like, okay. fuck, yeah, I'm the king of the castle. Look at this. You know, it's funny because this is like, oh, it's like – me and Greg, like this is a me and Greg episode. We're hanging out, blah blah. Barrett's we here. As everybody's having fun. Um, I feel like secretly, this is this is this is me, Greg, and Ryan in this chat though, <laughs> because Ryan just posted. I got to draw. You know, I didn't want to jump on the the Ryan Dragon Bag, but Ryan just posted. Just give a platinum for playing a game and seeing the credits. So now the truth comes out. You want the platinum, but you don't want to do the work <laughs> to get it. Which is again that you got ZJ the ball for that. If you want, you want a quick plat, but. Yeah, oh, I think like, he's insulting the, us with it. The, the structure is is that work. Um, like, and there are games too that are like legitimate where you do have that element too. So I, I don't know. I feel like there's a bit. I I'll throw it out there. I miss the, the Telltale lists. I miss Telltale games. Oh, I miss just yeah. playing a story through and getting a platinum. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? They got they got clever with the final season of like, oh, I we'll collect Fire all these Watch things and do it. I'm like, I'm not going back for this. I'm, I'm sitting at 84 percent for Firewatch and there is no platinum for that game. And I'm just like, that drives me crazy. Are you sure? Too. I fucking hate. I them. could throw the toilet paper in the lake. I did that anyway. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Any right. yeah, that could totally happen. Um, but yeah, like I have enjoyed my new twisted life in this community of getting platinums. And I don't know, it's a it's a it's a fun additional angle um to look at stuff. So as you brought up, you have what, eight platinums you said? You're yeah. part of the culture now. Mm -hmm. You had put on here planning our next platinums was something you'd want to talk about. Yeah. Now, I know we did, I think this came up briefly weeks or months ago now at this point, but I do want to know where you're at and what you're planning. Because we are on the verge of holiday season. You did make good and you got your horizon. Oh, you got your iPad out. Oh, look at this. This shit's serious over here. Fuck. What, what is your, it is this a I, list? It actually doesn't fucking flip around because I have the keyboard one, so I shouldn't have done uh, that. Sure, that was a mistake. Sure, sure, sure. But, you know, it just, it it elevates, There's you know, that's, that's, I feel like that's really the appeal of the iPad in a lot of ways. Like, Whenever I bring out this iPad, people are like, oh, shit, you, like, She's actually serious. do things? I'm like, this yeah. could have just been on my phone. It's just the Notes app. But now it's, yeah. like, it elevates it, you know, to a to a certain level of of severity there. Um, 
but yeah, what are my plans? My plans and my dreams. Um, some would say I'm a fool to make these plans because I have not finished God of War 2018 yet. That's due in like 13, 12 days or something. There was a Reddit, thread. There was a Reddit gonna... thread today. There was a Reddit thread today that was like, did Blessing just slip up and say that he had Ragnarok? Because he was saying he needs to get ready for God of War. And I was like, no, no, remember, we all got to play God of oh, War. So we are all... We are all no, putting it off. <laughs> like we, we, we are eighth graders home, with the science you know? project due tomorrow. Yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna come together in the final It'll, hour because we'll it has to. Like what we do with days gone, we can do it again. Exactly. So I am going to. It's tough because I gotta I gotta also beat some of these games before I even start thinking about the platinum. Um, sure. One of the ones I'm thinking of doing is um, Roller Drome. I think. Okay. Is sure, one sure, that I sure. want. Um, now, is that tough? Because that's a skill-based game, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's a together. hard game, you know. So it's a it's a mix, um, which I like. It's I think it's I think it's going to be part of the fun of it. Some of the things are just straight up challenges you have to do. So like it is can be difficult. But what's nice about Rollerdrome, and it's funny talking about checklists. It's a checklist within a checklist game because all of the um, like levels have different basically challenges, challenges yeah. that you do. Um, but you don't have to like. Once you uh, once you achieve that challenge, it counts. You don't have to like live and beat the level. That's one way they okay. make it easier. Okay. Okay. Two, um, you only have to take on the challenges one at a time. It's not like you have to have this ultimate run of getting oh crazy million combo. You kill somebody with a shotgun. Like three, they have a lot of difficulty settings, um, including stuff like you don't die at all, um, which you can use to be do the trophy where it's like kill this boss without getting hit. You can just put on don't take damage and do that because my friend oh. did it and it works so any of the things so i feel like there's still challenges for sure like i've um been playing and like replaying the levels to like clean up some of them like oh this one's totally finished and, and to a degree like to progress the game you have to do that but you can also turn that off so like i think roller drum is fun in that it invites challenge but also provides a tool set and a structure to make those challenges doable and even to some degree cheesable depending on you know i think that that boss is probably the most cheesed example of that and there's not too many other things like that because it's not like a, a game that's very combative in terms of like i mean you're killing people but it's not like there's a lot of bosses or something like that um so yeah i'm sitting only at like 12 percent though on the trophy list i'm like halfway or one third through the game i played a bunch, are you worried like, i'm looking at the list and i, I haven't mm -hmm. played the game i've just watched okay. the stuff and then listened to the guys review it like Perform a single combo worth more than three million. That sounds tough. That does sound tough. Um, okay. We'll see. I mean, I'm okay. willing. I'm willing to put in the work. I, I love that game. Um, Again, you roller skate in real life, so you should have. I roller skate in real life. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I think the game's super fun. I feel like I don't know how hard that three million that three million combo is. That sounds really hard. But worst case scenario, you know, pull up. I'm pulling up a guide. I'm figuring out what do I need to do. What's the best place to go? Like, I'll. I'll bust out additional strategies if I need to for something like that, but I think it will be fine to do. Um, yeah, so I want to do that one. That's one of mine. What is okay. one of yours if you have one? What kind well, of I pick, I, yeah, I, I, you know, let's just pick one. All right, Shannon, we sure. got a lot of show here still, dude. I want to talk okay. to OFK, and I don't want to get too far from those. Okay. Uh, but I'm sticking with, and there's a wrinkle to it, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Okay. Obviously, the next Ghostbusters game, multiplayer, coming from Illphonic, and a game that I am, I, I'm in. Uh, the thing about it, of course, is that since I last said that, the trophy list has come out. Exophase oh, wow. has it up, so you can go look at it. And so it's one of those weird ones that I'm gl I've glanced at before and I'm looking at now, and it doesn't seem bad. It doesn't have the usual, remember, my concern was, uh, as somebody who loved Friday the 13th and really enjoyed Predator Hunting Grounds, those trophy lists are dog shit. 
play like a 500 games or whatever, get 500 kills as predator. Like that's that shit sucks. That's like okay, mm -hmm. cool. I'm I'm a professional pr predator player, and that's how I'm gonna have to do it. You look through this one, it doesn't seem bad, but you I really don't think I'll know until I'm playing the game, right? Because it is like calm down 100 civilians from a scared state all right that's chip damage and that's 100 isn't crazy if you do just one a match two a match three a match that's not that bad as a ghostbuster right upgrade stuff sure okay whatever it does get into um about damage and one of the main things i had for a turnoff for ghostbusters the video game remastered in the original ghostbusters which had a multiplayer one which was a whole different ball of wax is playing it on hard which was incredibly tough and then yeah there was like finish the game with an excessive amount of damage and then finish it with little to no damage. And mm. I was like, that doesn't, that's not fun. That's not how I want to play Ghostbusters. And there's different workarounds for it and stuff. So I don't, I, you can do private matches in this and you can play offline. You can play single player. So I'm hoping some of that would make it easier. Like there's collect 500 spores, molds and fungi, right? Like, okay. How easy are those to collect in the game? I don't know. Are they there every, every match? Is it, are they there multiple times every match? What am I actually getting into? Where am I going for that? But yeah, like uh bust a ghost with less than $1,000 worth of property damage. Now, if I can cheese that and have the ghost, you know, one of my friends would be the ghost and I just bust them easily. Great. If not, how hard is it? Cause there's one up here of a catastrophic destroyer do, Oh, that's $5 million of damage for the career. So, okay, whatever. $1 million for career. Okay. And then in one job, do $100,000 of property damage in one job. So how, what, uh, what's the, like, if that's, if $1,000 is the high end, $1,000 is the low end, what am I really doing it? There's one here that's whoopsie, destroy a very expensive object, which will make whoever was the one to talk about the Pang trophy seem happy. Because apparently then you figure there's one probably really expensive object, right? You have to go to destroy or whatever. Sure. So I look through it. It's like, that sounds really I, hard. you know, this doesn't seem, this seems like I have to play the game, uncover 50 riffs, sure, capture 25 ghosts, you know, help destroy 30 riffs. Like, yeah, this all seems doable, but I won't know until I'm behind, I'm on the sticks and I know what it's like. There's one, yeah, uh, pull a ghost into a, a trap with a four-person tether. Okay, so we have to work together, but that doesn't sound impossible. There's one, I can't find it right now, but as a ghost, uh, slime all the ghost busters in like, you know, whatever amount of seconds or whatever, maybe in one line. Okay. I don't know. I think it's not, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that this one seems fun and doable. Okay. Not that it's going to be easy that you can't, you know, everybody's going to pop it, but that I, I will enjoy getting this one for as much as I want to go play Ghostbuster Spirits Unleashed. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we it sounds see. like a lot of planning on that one. Like, but maybe see, it feels that way because you haven't, like, maybe it's one of those things where once you start getting into it, it comes more easily than it seems like it would from just looking at it. Yeah. See, my thing is, I don't think it's going to be a lot of planning. I think what it'll be is jump in, play a bunch of multiplayer matches, pop a whole bunch right. of them just naturally, and then have to be like what you're talking about. Of like, all right, what do I need to do? Oh, okay. Like, uh, pass through a buster. No, that's, that's easy. Whatever. Whatever. Go, you know, whatever one of these sure. ones is down a buster that's reviving another buster. Like, just be on the lookout for those very specific things. Yeah. And then go do them. Oh, here it is. Pass through all four Ghostbusters within three second window. That sounds tough, but it also sounds like one you could look into if you're going to yeah. play as the ghost and just be doing your thing. Um, I think too because we're we're going to move on to we are okay right at this point. I mean, yeah, I was like more trophy. I got some more trophy questions I, for you. Don't worry about that. Okay. Well, also I have a couple other ones on my radar. So no, so no. See, my thing is I got to be picky and choosy, right? Where it's like, yeah, 
if you would have told yeah, me, I don't have a kid. I was like, what? Exactly. If I don't have you told me I wouldn't have. I have? You know, Forbidden like, West. I don't have the platinum in that yet. That's outrageous. But it's yeah, just how like you know, dice talking about ways that were things. broken. If I'm not getting these digital things, what was this all for? You know, like. <laughs> Jenny, you gonna go for the Last of Us uh, remake? Uh, oh yeah, partner? I'm thinking 3, about it. I'm, th I'm you thinking should do about it. it. But like, here's What's your the hesitancy? thing. Here's the thing. It's like all of these optional conversations. I'm looking at I'm looking at my uh, one right now uh, of like what I've gotten so far, and it's like a lot of collectible stuff where I'm like, okay, yeah, that doesn't seem too bad. Like, you know, like the find all Firefly pendants. Like, yeah, the, like I got a lot of work to do there. Sure. Collect all comics, but then it's like I've got 21 more fucking conversations to go find. That doesn't seem like a great. Time. This was my thing where like when I got it and we looked at the trophy list and we were reviewing it and I was like, okay. And I had that moment of like, maybe I should platinum. And I looked at this and I'm like, T platinuming this would be sitting there with the guide open and yeah. doing, and I'm not about that. I do not want to do that. I, I, I do not want to be like, where's the next that. thing? I'm willing to do that. And I still, I, I haven't played left behind yet. So I have all of the left behind trophies to still get. So it's like, it's essentially like I gotta do like another playthrough, um, but maybe uh, just to like go through every chapter and find every collectible and, and all that stuff, and sure, just kind of do that, and maybe just listen to a podcast in the background or something, you know? Yeah, the conversations <laughs> are kind of a bitch. Um, yeah, and also even like <laughs> I'm like playing through it, and like I got to um, like I'm like a little bit past the hotel, you know, where like. I don't, I feel I feel like we have played Last where, of Us. Where so Ellie like, kills her first person. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yes. It's been nine exactly. years. We can say that. You know, um, if if Marvel can spoil Sopranos, I can spoil the Last of Us Part One. Um, you, deep cut. You got to watch every single piece of content we put out to really piece know together, what we're folks. ever talking about. Yeah. It's part of a larger universe that we're building here. But um, yeah, I'm at that part, and I am trying to play thoroughly. But I'm like, I don't want to go to a god yet. You know, I'm like, okay, I'll do that maybe for like a second, a cleanup playthrough or whatever. And it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, I found the note about the safe, but I don't think I opened the safe. So that's one thing. <laughs> and I, the stress I feel when Ellie tells her fucking jokes now, because I want to like get the joke one. And I didn't get it. Like, I don't even think I got it like originally when I played because I probably missed Apparently one of her jokes I missed or all three of her jokes, which I think is bullshit because I definitely sat through some jokes at some point. Yeah, um, so I'm, like, out here, like, whenever the little, and they have the little chime, like, ding, and I'm, like, who the fuck wants to talk? Let's go. Like, we'll talk right now. <laughs> and it's, like, a weird, um, and again, and I know some people with the, the whole, like, trophy chat is, like, see, what, isn't that now fun? It's just a different, it's, the challenge and the experience is fun, even if the thing is, like, kind of a pain in the ass sometimes, because it's still, like, part of that process. Um, so, so, another, sometimes monotonous hard work can be fun and rewarding. Yeah. That's why it's, I like it's, doing it's according to Ryan. Sometimes some jokes are sure unless you do that's the thing too. It's like a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, Chad, with the with the jokes. But I do want to go back and do that because I really love that game. Um one thing that my friend Neens is doing, um, she says she wants to play also with the commentary on. I'm like, I kinda wanna do that too. So we'll see what I end up doing. But I think I think you totally should get the trophy. I mean, you're in, seem like you're enjoying the game enough to get the platinum and the difficulty thing is gone. Mm. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. If the, if the yeah. difficulty thing was still there, I'd say fuck that. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm not doing that. Connor K writes in Janet and says, what singular trophy slash achievement, not platinum, are you most proud of? For me, it's the trophy for beating Mass Effect 2 on Insanity. 
While I'll try and 100% games I love, like Mass Effect, God of War, Halo, etc., I have found I'm more proud of individual trophies, such as beating Uncharted 2 on Crushing, or for beating Weiss in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, getting that one trophy I have, worked and grinded for hours, days, or weeks to unlock, feels more satisfying than the 100%. Chance, do you mm. fall into this camp? Do you have a trophy that stands out for you? I don't think so, because unfortunately... Well, I'm going to look through my overcooked list while you answer this question. But for my quick, cheap answer is a lot of times when I see that big deal, like, oh, man, you got to really be on it. I'm like, time to drop this shit down to easy. <laughs> like, that's what I <laughs> with the, like with the Horizon one. Like, I, I took those moments for myself because I didn't want to I didn't want to do them. So like with the Horizon, the melee pits, um, I will say I was proud of my work in the melee pits um, for the first like two or three. But then when you had to face like the melee pit master, I was like, you know what? She's better than me. And that's that's fine with me. I'm just going to do this on story and then and then walk away. So I kind of try to avoid those like bigger deal ones anyway, because I don't want to like deal with the work of them. But probably something from Overcooked All You Can Eat, I would imagine. Or honestly, even just you know jack and daxter getting all the getting all the orbs which is you kind of get at the end so it's basically the platinum at that point but the orbs are just a pain in the ass to get because they're like always these little clusters and if you it's like you gotta play like the perfect game in the perfect order to like comfortably grab all of them so i will say like i wouldn't say it's more exciting than the platinum but having that one because that is the hard trophy of that platinum that's what makes that difficult that was an exciting thing because you walk up too to like it's at the end of the game they kind of have like them all stacked in a line and i'm like oh my god i could look early and like i don't count them out for the level but i'm like is this gonna be it and then for it to have finally been the end is very satisfying but again that's kind of tied to the platinum in that game at least what about you well uh, before i get there what i i lost the narrative you said what, what did you open with because i had something i wanted to say about it from there yeah um i robbed myself of those like big achievements right. because exactly. i just put it on easy and that's my thing about it where again you know trophies and uh, any of the stuff is what you want to make it out of it and so like oh man you don't have this you didn't really beat the game when i platinum god of war 2018 you know and everybody was bitching about the valkyries i was mm -hmm. like oh i just dialed it to easy when i came to them i didn't want to do that <laughs> I, you know i i engaged with the first couple fights and like i i beat them fine and then like you know i got harder and i was just like i don't want to do this i don't want to slam my head in it but i want to get this done so i did it i don't fall into con and i'm gonna take i'm not you know yucking connor's yums here i don't fall into the hey oh what's my most proud uh, trophy what stands out the most to me because for me it is always building to okay i've platinumed it like i understand i understand uncharted 2 on crushing but for me it is the fact that i have the uncharted 2 plat right that's what i went through and did yeah i put I, what i put here you know knee-jerk answer to the question when he asked was my sing star celebrity trophy which in a million years i would never be able to tell you is a hard trophy or a trophy that's interesting but it's because on psn profiles they have a section that are what are your rarest trophies and out of all the gajillion trophies i have what I, my total of 12,224 trophies. That's the one that only on PSN 0.62% of people have. Uh, it's uh, I had it open. I lost it. Uh, it's the one that is uh, get a grand total of 8,000 views on all your media ever. Cause this was of course this PS3 game, we you know where you did karaoke, but then you uploaded the clips on in the app and or the, the game and you could watch them there. And because of course I was on IGN saying, go watch my clips, people watch my clips. And so <laughs> it's there and it's rare. And it's, it's that really, that's really cool. It also falls into like, that's another platinum I would have loved to have had, but I just didn't want to put in the work to play it a certain way. You look at my trophies for it, right? And it's like, 
perform over 9,000 on five different songs on medium. I never got that. I crushed it on easy. I got the bronze for it or whatever and had a great time doing it. But like SingStar was a, you know, have people over to the house and do a little party and have fun. I wasn't worried about like grinding this out because that's not how I wanted to play SingStar. Yeah. Like I think the closest to like an individual achievement that I am excited about is more funny enough, the stuff I just happened to do on the way to the platinum, like overcooked all you can eat. We beat me and Maggie beat every level in that game that's the first game the second game and all the dlc and we three starred every single level of that uh because nice. i think three is the base highest and then when they unlock like more stars and i'm like i'm not yeah. doing that that's too much i'm like okay what am i gonna be like well we've, we've debated like maybe we should go and try to get the five i think there's like five stars like unlocked or four or something um but just that process was fun or like one of my big memories that kind of counts as like individual trophy is they require you to do some stuff that's four player uh, multiplayer stuff yeah. um and there's only two of us playing so we had to bring in edwin and isaiah who both don't really like the game and are not very good at the game i would say damn damn um, wow. so it's like how do we work with these dudes who like don't know what's going on and it's like we got it i'm like no you gotta pa pass them and it's like that's when the chaos really broke out of the like this is a separate challenge <laughs> within the regular challenge of just playing the levels um but yeah i mean i don't think they claim to be good at it that's not it's not their thing it's me and maggie's thing and we're like pro players at this and have like a a synchronicity that people sure. dream about you know I, I wonder how good we'd be if we actually had to compete though we're probably not very good but you know um competing, yeah competing is in a whole other level oh uh, yeah you, you go back to you know joey playing uh in a competition on a kind of funny stream like three years ago with uh, Andrew. Oh, man, when I just destroyed her and Andrew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I'm yeah, so good at overcooked. <laughs> Janet, yeah. we, we, next time we're together, we should do that because, yeah, I, oh, Poe and I platinumed in quotes uh, Overcooked 1, which didn't have a platinum, but we got all the trophies. We right. stayed up doing it. And Overcooked 2, I was so gung ho and I forget why it just didn't happen. Like, I think it might have been me and Poe doing it again because it's like, I'm looking at it and what do I have left? Deliver a thousand meals throw 100 ingredients, win 10, like the hard stuff is done. Like, you know, I, I feel like it's just now I need to play Overcook 2 over and over again. Yeah, Maybe which day. sounds like that's its own reward. You should get all you can eat if you don't have it and just just go clean front to back on the whole thing. Like, I like doing huh. that personally because I had I had one and I don't even know if we beat one. And then I had we had two somewhere else. And when I got all you could eat when it like came out for like current gen consoles, I was like, OK, let's just this is our new lives here. We're starting clean. We're doing the whole thing. Um, you don't even have to beat, I think, all the levels to get the platinum because you just discover, like, discover the areas. Um, but yeah, I think the only thing we didn't do was there's secret levels that pop up for like weird shit that you would never know about. Like, oh, you happen to do this thing with the sushi. Now there's this secret Kevin level. And I'm like, I don't know how, how to even trigger these, but I guess we'll play these too. Anyway. I love trophies, Janet. Yeah, it's fun times. It is fun time. Sorry, Ryan. You're wrong. Everybody loves trophies. And if you don't... Kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. Understand why you don't love trophies because it's on you. Look in the mirror, everybody. Yeah. Usually, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we do This Week in PlayStation and we talk to, about everything that's happened. However, I'm just going to give you a recap so we can go talk about OFK and give you a review yeah. on that. Yeah. Right? Uh, number one, PlayStation's beefing with Xbox publicly. We did a great uh, breakdown in Games Daily about it. It's Jim Ryan responding to Phil Spencer's thing about Call of Duty and basically saying, they're still only letting us have this for three more years. It's a terrible deal. And Xbox being like, it's actually better than most deals. It's them, PlayStation, 
arguing about Xbox trying to stop doing their job of trying to stop the comp- competition from getting an upper hand. It's going to happen no matter what, but I don't, it's whatever it's uh, disgusting. and it's going to keep going back. And it's like information we already knew, but then getting recycled publicly confirmed, but then still not being as clear as it should be. That's what it is. There's a games daily about it. If you really want to get into it, uh, there's a PlayStation five gray camouflage collection coming. It was revealed over on the PlayStation no, thank bl- you. blog <laughs> starting October 14th. The dual sense wireless controller in gray camouflage will be available uh, and offered at other retail. That's on p- direct.playstation.com. Other retailers on the 28th, starting October 14th, the PS five console covers in gray camouflage will be available exclusively at direct.playstation.com. Uh, Barrett's got them up right there. And yeah, I did. You, this you doesn't know how you make camouflage worse. You make it Greg, uh, Greg, gray camouflage. What are we doing yeah. here, man? What are concrete, we doing you here? You blend it with the concrete. You blend it with the concrete. But hey, at least there's, they're doing more like colors. Rocking this complete set, it just seems so intense for just me and my visual novels, just like completely <laughs> <laughs> incognito. Not yucking your yums. If that's what you want, go get it. Go have your thing. But like. Yeah, I look at that. I'm like, I'm happy. You know, I, first off, I have the, the Jim Lee one. And then when I'm not rocking that, I, 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 my other one, I use the hot pink. Yeah, Janet, right? Yeah. That's right. Which looks weirdly similar to the red, especially online. Like they look On camera, like it color. does. In real life, in my hand, it's so clearly pink. Yeah. But every time I put up a photo, people are like, oh, the red one? I'm like, well, no, it's the pink I one. I want them but, to drop a pastel line because I actually wish the oh, pink was just a pastel pink, to be honest. God, I still wish they would do a... a, a xbox design lab for it you know what i mean it was yeah i'm also just waiting one. for like where which i know i don't know if, why are you gonna read the question that's written in i don't know if you're gonna read that or not i wasn't but i can daniel writes in and says yeah, hey ps crew first time asking a question with the announcement of the camo colors accessories from playstation my question is what do you hope for when it comes to customization i'd always like to have something rare unique i hope they release some metal gear theme stuff that'd be fucking awesome yeah i just want more game specific ones too mm. like i feel like See, when I, we this is my argument this this is my argument on games daily because it came up right of just like I bet they would love to as well have a God of War Ragnarok PS5 come out, but it's like, well, we can't make PS5, so we can't do that. And then the argument from the chat was, well, why don't they just release the plates and the controller solo? And I I was saying that will set a precedent that when they want to put it out for Ghost of Tsushima 2, a a PS5 bundle, everybody's going to go, well, you released the God of War Ragnarok uh, skins. Why didn't you just release that here? So they make their money later on down the road. They can't do that, which stinks. But let me just design just, one. Let me do some cool stuff. With I don't know. I still such wish they did because I feel like it's such a unique opportunity to like not have to do that. And I feel like, I don't know, you could have. Well, it's tough because like with the, I'm thinking of the other comparison point, which would be the Switch where like there's the Joy-Con, but then there's also like the special edition consoles, which are, which are different. Sure. But at the same time, like the Joy-Con are still inherently a controller while like a faceplate is inherently like part of the console. So I kind of do get it. But it. I, I want to at least then see them do that, even though I'm not going to buy that. I pretty much, I very rarely buy special edition consoles, but at least then there'd be something specific that's game specific. But yeah. And then your last update for the week, if you missed it, ladies and gentlemen, Firewall Ultra has been announced since day one. First Contact Entertainment has been focused on bringing quality experiences to virtual reality. And our team has always believed that push in pushing the boundaries of what's possible, which is why now. After four years of support for Firewall Zero Hour, we are proud to announce that we'll be pushing those boundaries once again with our next live-operated first-person multiplayer shooter for PlayStation VR 2 Firewall Ultra. Of course, there's a whole write-up that you can hear about on Kind of Funny Games Daily, but in short, guess what? Firewall, you're getting more Firewall on PlayStation VR, and I can't wait. Very excited about that. Did Did you ever play Zero Hour? I don't think so because I'm just you know I'm not like the biggest shooter person even though I know that's like a huge appeal point in in VR to have those experiences and of course there's exceptions like the freaking what is it 
super hot, right? Yeah. Um, but I think this is like a big deal because it's like, okay, we're kind of, I just want to see that library get built out. I'm like, I don't even need it to be obviously everything I want to play because we all have different tastes, but like yeah. the more it can be, hey, you know this name, you know this game, it's critically acclaimed, catch us on PSVR too. It's like, Again, I feel like this is gonna be this is gonna be a cursed statement in like six years when PSVR two flops and they don't do VR ever again. But it's like PSVR two is where it's at. You know, this is where the VR part. That's like every that time timestamp that one. Remember that one for when it's this they is, pull support in two years. Yeah, but then that's fine because I'll be like you know a pillar of the community at that point. It works out either way. But yeah, I, I want to see them build that out and and be successful at least as successful as they can be. Obviously, yeah. I never think this is gonna. It's a niche thing, but it's like okay, like. We're we're here. We're hanging out. We're we're releasing big deal games. I think it's yeah. one of those. Even if you don't care about Firewall, which I would tell you, you're silly and you should care about, it, especially on PlayStation VR two. What's exciting is all right, cool. More PlayStation VR two news. Like right, like you know that's coming spring of next year. So we got to start talking about it at some point, which means they're gonna start talking about it at some point. So I just rad. moved my old VR stuff to a new bin. Um, the trash so bin. just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's there. It's secured. Um, I even have the weird dongle that puts the old vr on the ps5 which i never used i kind of feel bad that i made sony send it to me because i never used it but i was like this is my right as a consumer we felt like we would though you know i'm yeah, right like, there I with felt, you well you know like yeah i'm like, definitely gonna come back and play iron in platinum you were talking about platinum i'm gonna go back for the iron man vr platinum of course and then i just never did well now that they have a new thing i'm like well now i really don't need to do this i'm just gonna wait so i'm waiting patiently and then your final little update, it's a fun one. Uh, it's from uh, PlayStation Blog as well. Uh, you can play Stray, take mo- uh, photos, and raise money for the American Society of the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Starting today through September 23rd, 2022, players just share photos of your or sh- photos or videos of your cat, dog, or other pet reacting to or posing next to Stray gameplay on PlayStation, on Twitter, or Instagram using the hashtag Stray reactions at the end of the submission window we'll select our favorite inquisitive kitty videos and tail wagging photos into a digital photo book to present to the aspca alongside a twenty-five thousand dollar donation we'll also be including some of the posts into a sizzle reel that we'll share on our blog and social channels so cool if you have a pet and you have stray and you want to again spoilers a lot of you put this up already not not tagged just take the same photo and put it back out there and get in the book don't you want to be in a book yes Sure. Oh. So I wish they did this at launch, but I guess maybe they didn't yeah. think about it before. They didn't, I don't think they expected it, it to be such a move, right? Of yeah, like, but I'm oh like, shit, uh, everybody fucking like, cares about Stray. I, well, and animals too, are obsessed knew, with it. I knew everyone was going to post that. Like it was Also, it was funny because Stray had an awkward embargo that a lot of people accidentally broke, or maybe they didn't care, I don't know. Where it's like, I'm like, oh, you can't post anything yet. So it's like, but everyone, of course, I knew was going to post the same thing that everyone's going to post, right? It's your cat yeah. looking at the thing, being on the TV, um like yeah pets reacting and stuff like i'm glad they're they're dropping this though it's it's really cool yeah. when they have these little i guess like social tie-ins of like kind of like the horizon had one too with the trees right yeah, like, yeah that this... was cool that was, and yeah, that was yeah. attached to a trophy again which is real cool yeah but See, of course ryan matter. ryan would tell <laughs> you that that trophy and all the trees we planted didn't do anything God damn it's it, a band-aid Ryan. on a broken leg, which is true, but I still feel good about the trees, so whatever. It's time for PlayStation picks, of course. Just a heads up on some of the big things that came out this week. Somewhat pretty quiet week. Temtem's out. Of course, that's that Pokemon uh, MMO online deal that's out finally, officially. Uh, NBA 2K23 comes out tomorrow. And then the finale of OFK. We are OFK. Episode 5 came is coming out tomorrow. Is slash out. Uh, and that leads us to, what did you pick on PlayStation this week? Janet, you and I, of course, played We Are OFK quite a while yes. ago. Yes. So it's not actually what we picked this week, but it's finally time because we dropped the dead anchor. The damn it, the dead weight 
slash anchor around our necks. Blessing Hattie over here. The dead mm-hmm. anchor. You fucked it up, Greg. God damn it. We can talk about OFK. Janet, what did you think of We Are OFK? Oh I guess okay. actually, what is We Are OFK? If people so, don't know. We Are OFK is an episodic, narrative-driven game uh, across five episodes, with the first two dropping the day that it came out. As Greg just mentioned, episode five drops this week, so the complete game will be available for the public. And it is a virtual band, um, because the band also will exist like outside of the scope of the game as like, you know, putting out actual like content as musicians, but that's kind of separate to like the game of it, more of like a fun fact, right? So it's a story that follows um, a group of sort of, I'd say millennial aged people just trying to like make it in LA and live their lives uh, in terms of making money, in terms of being happy in their career. And also there's like a layer of like, you know, interpersonal stuff, whether they're friendships, uh, you know, roommate relationships or romantic relationships that are sort of running in the background. Um, There's definitely a layer of like, some of them are in like game dev and then there's like talking about like burnout and get it. Well, now I'm getting into the weeds of the story, but that's the general cut. The general structure is um, these are young people in LA living their lives, trying to make it forming this band. And one of the kind of things that the team has highlighted is that they see this game as like a more like a TV show almost in terms of like the interactivity and the way you consume it. Um, Okay, I guess millennials all like. Th- well, you can be like twenties. Like, what's the youngest millennial like in the like in terms of age? Maybe they're younger than that. Maybe they're are Gen Z. It counts. It us? counts for we we we, yeah. we know what you're talking about. I don't know, they're they in their are 20s. They're like they are twenty somethings, upper twenty somethings yeah. that are meandering through life and are now you know in jobs they don't necessarily like, and now they're coming together. To yeah. And there's um they did mention like kind of pre-release like part of the marketing is like oh there'll be like these songs that are highlighted in each episode and there'll, there'll be these music video moments and that is kind of the general pitch of the uh game people are saying 25 to 26 is youngest millennial i don't know their ages um they could be that old they could be like a year or two younger but yeah there you go that's the pitch what did you think of we are ofk janet garcia I went through a roller coaster this game. This is another uh, Greg and Jay classic of like, we're in it to win it, even if we lose, because this is our lives. Um, I started up this game and I was like, okay, uh, well, okay. So here's the thing. I started the game and I'm like, let me play through this. Love the art direction um, and was enjoying the story a lot. I took a bunch of notes on this game and I was like, okay, I love the the writing I thought was really strong. They have some cool um, nerd references tossed throughout to like, you know, anime and Star Wars and different things. Um, I thought, the tr- again, talking about trophies, I really loved uh, one of the first trophies I got in this was for pausing the game. Yeah, and it's okay. kind of set up like, again, like a TV show or like a like a thing you're streaming. So it shows like when you pause the game, there's like an overlay, like a UI overlay as if it's like an episode um, on like Netflix or something. So I was like, oh, man, a trophy for pausing the game. And like I texted you right away. I was like, every game should have a trophy for pausing the game. I just think it's, I don't know, a hilarious, cute, easy thing. And, and I, I don't see stuff like that a lot. So I thought that was very cool. I noticed they spell video games as one word. That's a choice. Oof, I hate see that. where you land. Ouch. I don't like that either. Um, they reference Hyper Light Drifter, which I wrote that down. I was like, oh, OK. It's like, a very, again, very kind of meta in some spots. We know that Teddy um, made that game. Yes. Luca and okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have um one thing I like too is I thought the interpersonal relationships felt very like authentic. Um yeah. like there's like a scene where like someone's at the bar and they're like getting approached, they don't want to be it just it just felt very real. Um they there's also some really cool stuff that they do from like a cultural standpoint. Like it's a very diverse like cast and they talk about like 
like one of the characters calls their mom and they're like, hey, mom, how do I make the rice? Uh, it never comes out the right way. And I'm like, yes, this is like so fucking relatable. I was like, this is my life on screen. I was I was fucking in it for episode one. Um, and there's a lot of like drama going on just in the game in terms of like like much of life. Like if I think if we map out things that happen, sometimes shit's like, oh, man, shit's going down. So yeah. I left episode one feeling good. I messaged you about it. Um, I think we can pick up from there on kind of where this went or like where you are there, but that's my sure. episode one take. Um, yeah, I was I further do, like, picture of stuff. I was farther ahead of you and you were like, I'm really, yeah, whatever it was like, I thought that was good. And that was, and I'm like, hold on, man, that's just hold on. And it's like, it, 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 oh, I guess full disclosure, of course, this is a, a game that, uh, my wife's company pop agenda did, uh, some marketing and PR for, um, and I, oof. It's not, especially being removed from it. There was a point where I was playing this game and I was, this is leading into my vacation. And I was like, the review mark, I think was during vacation. I was like, am I going to, I think maybe I was episode four. And I was like, is this a two out of five? Like, am I not enjoying myself that much? And then I got to episode five and I don't think it makes it all worth it, but I do think it does a good job of bringing together the threads. Before I even go into all of it, I think what's, if you don't know anything about We Are OFK, this isn't a game. And I don't think that's a knock against it or a negative against it. This is an interactive show, an interactive movie, whatever you want it to be. And even interactive is used super loosely. Because this isn't like uh, As Dusk Falls, right? Where you're making a decision and the story branches. I guess a PlayStation reference, Detroit Become Human. And you make a choice, and even though there's gameplay there, but stick with me. Just choices. Here you make choices but it's literally just the seasoning of mm-hmm. what dish you're eating. Like, are you putting more salt or more pepper into it? What do you want to say in that moment? It does not, you, everybody's having the same story beats and having the same things. There are alternate endings based on choices you make, but alternate endings are just alternate conversations at the end. They're not sure. the game ends somewhere different. My problem is that it spins its wheels too long. I feel that this game I OFK the game or the narrative experience, whatever you want to call it, we'll call it a game the rest of the way. I do not recommend. I do not think you need to go play this. I did not have fun with it and walk away from the blah, blah. OFK the band. I think you should subscribe to on Spotify. I love the music. I think the music's dope as hell. I think the game's beautiful. I think the voice acting and the acting is really well done. The art style is incredible. Like there's so much about it, except for the fact that the story just didn't work for me because I feel like it plays, um, and this is a very Greg reference, but you'll be there for it. It plays a lot, the story, like the the prequel comic books you would read before you went and watched a movie or went and played a game. This is clearly the prequel to OFK the band. Go mm-hmm. buy the CD, go be part of the thing. Da, 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 da. This five episode run, episodes two, three, and four should have been truncated and been part of episodes two and three. Like, I'm not spoiling anything here. It's just like the game ends without them ever being a band. Like I, I thought and when we didn't know much about this game leading up to it, I was like, oh, it's the formation of the band and becoming this thing and da-da-da-da. Clearly, it's gonna be this rise up, and then there'll be this challenge in that, and then the we're we're the band. We are OFK, we have this huge thing, and yada yada yada. It is so much more about the drama behind the scenes of making the music, but it never actually is about making the music. Like there's episode one is probably the best at it where, you know, Luca goes into the via, the recording booth 
lays down the track and then we do a very basic game of like i forget which one it is of move you move a cursor though and you cannot do anything you can, there's no fail state on it and you play through the music video all the music plays you're like great but then the rest are there's a you know one track for every episode it's not like they're i felt really referencing what's going on or it's pulling from this thing or there's this aha moment of we're doing this even the band name they make a big deal like we need to pick a name we need to pick a name and like we know what it's going to be right and so i'm waiting i'm waiting for the we are OFK, bam, 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 and like that's and like the band name it gets picked between episode four and five, and then gets revealed in episode five as an offhand comment in a thing with a, yeah. a lapsed friend. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's the thing of like the characters are. I don't think it's not. They're not not interesting. They're just not. And this is gonna you know mileage will vary. Not relatable. I don't enjoy them. Like, uh, like so much of it is just like, oh, well, I don't want to do the thing. Well, no, well, no, do the thing or what's the conflict between you and the thing? And then mm -hmm. it's like, you just, you just don't want to do the, th and it's like all of this, if this was truncated and it was one episode of the four of them conquering, dealing with their personal demons to get to the place. Great. But instead they spread it out where every episode is one of them conquering the personal demon that could of course be conquered if they would just talk to each other. Nobody fucking talks to each other. It's just like. And I get that this is real life for a lot of people of you don't know how to stupid fights and this, that, and the other. That's all fine. It's just not an engaging experience to watch and, and have be the entertainment value. There, I just wasn't entertained through the overwhelming majority of it. Again, yeah. I think in the end, we get to a place where I'm like, shit, well, it's not a two out of five, but it's also not something. It's definitely that, okay, like it's a three out of five for me of like, if you want to do this, but I think there's so many better things to watch. Yeah, I... For me, episode two, like this is kind of my trajectory of it. Episode two, I'm also pretty much down for. Like I enjoyed it fine. Um, I actually did find it really relatable. Like the idea of these, like especially like I think um, the game dev burnout that one of the characters experiences and then goes to form this band because it's that classic, I think, thing that a lot of creatives face of like, I'm not getting enough creative fulfillment in my inherently creative job. So I'm going to seek a new creative avenue. I'm like, sure. yeah. That's how we ended up like, here. Yeah. Yeah. I was but like, but the okay, problem this is. The yes. problem is I don't like my creative job and I'm not getting fulfilled here. Sure. Falls ass backwards into a recording thing and then just doesn't jump on it. Like, yeah, what? I will say, but at the same time, I'm like, I think it's fine to have like a self-destructive character like that. Like you're not meant to like these characters. In but a lot they're of ways. all self-destructive. That's, that's the problem. The thing, yeah, I was like, everyone's, everyone's kind of too fucked up in this. But that's not even, that's not even my beef with the game though. But it is something that irked me. And I think especially one of the things this game has going against it is that it isn't that choose your own adventure thing, but because you have a level of interactivity, there is a bit of baked in frustration of like, I want to be able to do something, but I can't because that's not the kind of game it is. But I feel like you've invoked gameplay that implies it is that kind of game. And that is, I think, where we are OK kind of trips over its own feet. Um, again, I would never slide it for not being a choice driven game. However, when you are invoking choice driven elements that don't end up mattering, it makes me wonder, like, I feel like they didn't use the, like, to your point, like, I personally wouldn't go as far as say that's not a game because I've played games that are just like this. And I'm like, I think that's, you know, maybe it's just not a good game. But I will say, like, I don't think they utilized the video game medium in a way that was as effective as they could have, because it doesn't feel like they did anything that felt like it needed to be done within a game or that was enhanced because it was in a game. Um, and I think that's where like my gameplay beef comes with this. Um, but yeah, 
up until episode two i'm like i'm cool with it you know it is frustrating watching these people like be fucking shitty and whack but like you know that's that's life you know episode three is when i started to lose my mind and i had to i'm like this is where it happens like this is the turn like as i felt like greg like and here's the thing between like you and i like in our taste of games especially this kind of genre where it's like we were so in the same that like when you were like just wait I knew I was doomed, but it was like, how will the reckoning come though? You know, it's kind of like, almost like if someone got like, they got food poisoning and you just ate the thing and you're like, I'm definitely probably gonna get sick as well because you, I see you throwing up in the bathroom and I ate this, I finished my bowl of of soup 20 minutes ago and I'm about to be ill. That's episode three. Um, What happened with episode three and again, not getting into spoilers is that's when they really got, I think two into the tropes that they were invoking in a way that just felt very out of touch to me. Um, there's a character that's kind of an antagonist sort of character. Everyone's like, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. And he's like, here I am being a piece of shit. And then they can create this conflict of like, what do I do? Like with one of the characters, like, how do I move in my career? I don't want to do a, but like a offers security, but like, I don't really care about that. I want to do B that's what I'm about. But then somehow at one point they're like, well, I've agreed to do A, even though I hate this decision. I've never had, like, I feel like there's such a better way to tell that story where there is conflict, because I think that is a very real conflict for people. It just felt like, like such an unnatural choice for this yes. character that I liked. Like, that, like, uh, I'm not going to name names, I guess, so we yes. don't spoil stuff. Well, I guess, actually, by the time you get to episode four, you would know pretty clearly who we're talking oh, yeah, about. For sure. but like, if you've been playing along, you would know, but, you know. Like, uh, there's parts of every character I like, but, like, yes. but like this was probably my favorite character, and then she, she it, they, they make a choice. I'm trying to be yes. ambiguous and not give sure. away who we're talking about. Not, uh, you know, use pronouns here. I'm using them to hide stuff. Uh, they make a choice where it's just like, I have no, you would not, I don't think you would make this choice. Yes, and it not, would be different if believable. I made the choice or whatever, or you yes. would set laid the tracks that you're, would make this why would you make this choice it's like it's not believable at all um and not in the like no one would choose this it's just that like everything is going against this decision every fiber of that person the character never says anything positive about making this decision the person offering this like opportunity is a piece of shit the person has said this person's a piece of shit like none of it makes any sense and then so for like all this drama to be going down that's why for me like it wasn't believable because the like sellout job guy was made extremely unlikable like there was no room for there was no gray to like uh with justify the decision and that's why narratively it flopped for me at that moment because i'm yeah. like okay what you had that was a strain to me which is like levels of nuance levels of i think relatability um interesting details that i think maybe also like speak to like larger societal importance stuff like all the cool shit that happened i'm like okay well then you have like this really villain guy then it's like oh i ended up doing this thing that i've only ever complained about and i'm like this just doesn't i'm not buying it you should stop selling it and then it was at that point where i said okay three out of five episodes in what do i do do I finish it? I'm like, you gotta I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna, I gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. Episode and to four. the point again of like, of, you know, it being, you, you called it out like a Netflix thing. Right. But I think yeah. that was even before we talked about like, there's no thing. Like I appreciate the, uh, the kind of game it is. And the fact that when you pause it, it tells you how much time is remaining. Yes. And from the main menu, it tells you how much. And that was like yes. such a cross to bear. Like, where episode one's 52 minutes. Great. 55. All right. 
at three, I'm like, oh, it's a 64 minute episode. Episode four is 62 minutes, and then episode five is 84 minutes. I was up so- late just grinding away this thing and like you know obviously we're, we don't have all the time in the world so like to keep it short episode four i liked it more than you did um i thought but i agree with though with one of your critiques which is that like a lot of these episodes do focus on kind of individual characters and storylines and episode four was like hey that character that we barely have ever talked about they're finally getting their moment but it's like too little too late man like this feels if elements of the narrative structure felt a little sloppy to me and ham-fisted at parts and that is like my big critique of this game overall um a game that is so focused on it really is just you consuming the story so when the story doesn't hit like that you know i can't recommend and i and i do land on that like three out of five for me like it's, it's an okay um yeah. i did think of bad as well because i i don't think it's a good game and i don't recommend it um yeah it just doesn't it, it was it was a bit of a bummer um because i think it does have a lot of strengths but it is a very mixed bag. And I think musically for me, I really liked like two of the five songs. And oh, one thing really? that I had a beef with, one thing I had a beef with is What's like- the, What did you have a beef with, Janet Garcia? What did I have a beef with? The music videos, they were not yeah. good, bro. Like yeah, the first yeah, one was yeah. good. The first one I thought hit, because here's the thing. The setup was, I think, really nicely done. In the first one, they do a really cool like- trippy cut especially too i've played a lot of games that have elements of this you know there's the artful escape which is very much a music game there's cyanar wild hearts which is a music rhythm game i've done the trippy shit and i think in the first one they do it in a way that's fun you know you're picking up cats and tossing them down like a laundry chute or something like it's cute (laughs) it's playful i was like cool then it's like one of them's like oh my god the one that like broke me i think was in that episode three that i hated where like the character that made this decision they hated all the whole time was like, I'm so broken up. And it was so literal. It was like, I'm a statue and the statue shattered. I'm like, this is some not good art. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, this is like, it's. I found it's it all just, forgettable. Like, I think the ending is like, the ending is very much like, again, like, I do not think the ending justifies the means, but I did enjoy the final episode, seeing it come together, which again is why I wish episode five was episode three, and then I had two episodes of them fucking also, being man, the man, Luca cannot sing. Episode five, when Luca starts singing, I'm like, ooh, this is, you need you need a lot of production on this track. I really um, enjoyed the music video at the end of episode five. And maybe that was but it also is that like refreshing moment of like, we've done it, we're great. There's also a really bad rap in this game in episode two. I don't remember that, that was like kind of painful for me to hear to be honest and again this is like a, a very mixed bag game like i think there are redeeming things and i can see why someone might enjoy it but for me overall like it just didn't hit i was surprised though talking to other people like you bless um some of my friends who ended up playing in this game that a lot of y'all like fell off much earlier and just like not being intrigued like for me like it i did like episode one and two um but episode yeah, two like, is too much like episode one and that was when i was like wait is every episode God, gonna be like this and it see, really I liked was episode like, one cool. so i was like let's keep it you know but again anyway. i wanted to get going i don't need the four members of this band to be in turmoil and be kind of mid people <laughs> like all right like none of you are yeah I, you know. and then it's just like um and there like i said there are some fire lines in this game like sure. um Again, I don't. It's funny because it's like I don't even recommend the game. But in case you play it, I don't want to spoil like when the lines in episode five. But there were moments where I'm like, wow, they did some really good, really good writing in here um, that feels real and like just hits really well. Like again, I think there is a lot of a lot of good base points, but the the whole the whole of it just does not work because of like certain I think narrative choices they made and in certain ways they've kind of lean too much into the tropes where it's like okay there's nothing really for me to cling to to want to do this um 
Yeah. Again, don't want to get into spoilers. We don't but there's some other things. We don't spoil stuff. We said our piece. Yeah, we yeah. finally got to get out on the thing and say yes. we do not recommend OFK. Also, Even like, those redeeming is... moments. And that's what sucks. Is that there's so many great yes. parts? I love the art. I love but the music. Like, this I love is the voice this acting. is part of the process. You know, it's funny. I was like playing this game, and like Isaiah's like, I feel like a lot of these story games you play, you like end up not liking. And it's like, how many of these do you like? Like, it's because I play a lot of them. And when you play a lot of them, you get this is what being in this community is. Like, you get in the weeds this and you community. see, yes, like the the narrative driven community, like. Yeah. For all the highs, there's going to be some lows. And, you know, not every and, – and that's what I like, though, about, like, having you here for this show because it's, like, we are OFK. I was, like well, – I, like, messaged you. I'm, like, is this going to be our Where the Heart Leads? And I, I like that element of being so heavy into the genre and being such a fan of the genre because – and, again, it's not to say, like, these games are, like – both of those games are completely duds because they have redeeming elements. But it's, like, who else am I going to talk to about these games? Like, they are more, like, niche titles, and they're not – it's not a genre for everybody. So it's fun to get to like talk in depth with you about like these little like story moments in games totally. that otherwise, you know, maybe won't be the biggest conversation points in an overall year. But I think they are like generally important to talk about and check out because there are like redeeming elements and you get to know the genre like a bit more what works, what doesn't. Um, but yeah, for every um, for every lake, there's a we are OFK. And again, we are OK is not like the worst game I've ever played, but it's it is weaker and I don't recommend it while like lake. I could see someone not liking that too, but like I, I love that game and I like want everyone to play it. I think it's super fucking fun. But yeah, that was my. But this is this is what I did it for, that so we could have this moment. Okay. So we could have this moment, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, PS, I love you. XOXO is all about moments. Thanks for joining us for this one. Remember, if you enjoyed this show, we put up PS, I love you. XOXO, your PlayStation podcast, each and every Friday. You of course can get it early on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch us record it live just like our number one fan ryan povala higgins uh of course you get it ad free you get it with the post show you could have a great old time write in be a producer get all the benefits for the xcast gamescast you name it it's there however if you have no bucks to toss our way no big deal youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe each and every week if you're buying stuff on the epic game store or maybe in fortnite on your playstation 5 maybe inside rumbleverse on your playstation 5 use the epic creator code kind of funny to support us uh, i do have breaking news for you i just told you we post every friday next week ps i love you xoxo is posting on wednesday the 14th so prepare yourself for a special episode and get in all your questions early for that there episode until next time ladies and gentlemen it's been our pleasure to serve you greg i thought you were gonna say breaking news the queen has died and it's like I, that's not breaking anymore greg that's that <laughs> no that's still the i broke ago. during games daily greg you don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry about that uh ladies and gentlemen that was a great episode and I totally credit with blessing not being here, but we have gone long to the point that I have a meeting with Andy Cortez. And so what I'm doing is something unheard of. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not, not getting a post show. I'm just going to record a solo post show tomorrow. I'll just, I'll come in and I'll talk about a PlayStation something tomorrow. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll stick with the question here uh, that I had picked from gizmo. (laughs) I got to start reading these names ahead of time. I picked one from gizmo here about OFK. Maybe I'll pick someone else. Maybe I'll put it in there, but I'll give you a, a one-on-one with Greg tomorrow and I'll post it on Patreon for you. But thank you for understanding because we killed it, Janet. That was great. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, we got meetings. Bye.